When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 91.9 FM. Welcome to live coverage of the Allen Bank and District Football League match of the day. For Warrigal Downtowner, Warrigal's best bar and bistro. Well, the big day has finally arrived in Ellen Bank football. Today's the day after the entire 2022 season we decide the champion side for 2022. And today, it's the Bull and Bull and Football Club up against Neerham South. The Lyrebirds and the Cats live here from Downton Park in Yarragon on SEN track for the Warrigal downtown of Warrigal's best bar and bistro. It's great to have your company this afternoon for this call right through till 5.30 this afternoon. I'm Ian Doherty. We're with you right through till 5.30 and right alongside me as he has been all football season is my great mate, Brad Sinclair. Sinkers, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Wiz, and how good is it? Just a... Fantastic day. There's no better day in footy than grand final day. And I've seen guys in tutus. I've seen it all today, but I'm loving it. It's good to be back. It is, and absolutely heaving it is at Yarragon this afternoon. We were here early for Saturdays in Gippsland this morning, 8.30 this morning. The car park was closed. That's how full it actually is. And a big crowd all afternoon has seen some terrific footy. Uh, through the under-16s, under-18s and the reserve grade premiership has just been decided as well. You've got all the scores there, Brad, haven't you? I certainly have, and uh, early in the morning, the under-16s grand final was won by Longwari by 24 points. In the under-18s, Neerham South beat Longwari by 44 points. And in the reserves game that's just finished in a nail-biter and a thriller, Four-point winners, Allenbank over Bullen Bullen. So there we go. And uh, the Eagles just bursting the uh, Lyrebirds uh, bubble there this afternoon. Of course, represented in reserve grade football this afternoon and in seniors, Bullen Bullen. So a chance to take home two cups. They've missed the first one. Let's see what they can do for the second one. Our pre-game show, thanks to SJD Law for all of your legal requirements. Uh, and in our pre-game show, as uh, the Bull and Bull and Footy Club got the banner up there, ready for their team to run out onto the ground. We're up for a 2.20pm start this afternoon. Am I right, Brad? Yes. 2.20 it will be. And joining us in the SEN broadcast van this afternoon is Gippsland Footy social media Owen Carter to help us roll through the pre-game details this afternoon. Owen, welcome to Downton Park here at an SEN track. Great to see you again. It's like uh, I haven't seen you since this morning. It was. <laughs> and thanks for your help with Saturdays at Gippsland this morning. Now, this one promises to be an absolute beauty, of course. Nearham South undefeated right through the 20-round home and away season. Didn't look like anybody mm. was going to catch them. They went into the second semi-final uh, and face-to-face with the Bull and Bull and Football Club there and went down by 15 points in what was a bit of an upset. Uh, and uh, they had to fight their way back through the preliminary last weekend against Ellen Bank and have made it through here this afternoon. And they actually get stronger. They get Cam McFan back into the side, Bull and Bull, and so they actually get stronger from their 15-point win two weeks ago. But uh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard task, Owen, to uh, mm. back that up. I reckon. Yeah, 
I think you're on par there. It's going to be a very interesting game. Uh, be very curious to see uh, if the weather affects either side and whether it favours either side. I, I might be uh, a little bit optimistic, but it does look a little bit higher, the cloud, now than what it did an hour ago. Yeah, a little bit brighter. It has yeah. been pretty nasty because what we got here this morning, there was clear blue skies that looked beautiful, but... As is the case in Gippsland occasionally, the weather did come in and during the presidential lunch that we did banish to oh, pop... Didn't you give it a nudge? Did too? Yeah, oh, you had your nose in the trough as well, Sinclair, but... Uh, Pate King! Uh, Where's the Pate King? The weather closed in and it has been raining. Conditions were fairly ordinary in that reserve grade contest mm. there. The ball looked pretty heavy. But as we look out there now, you're right, the, it looks like the worst of it might be further out to the east. So at conditions itself, the playing surface... Looks wow. to be in Brilliant. very good condition. We'll just see how it holds up as it dries off, if it does. Yeah, absolutely beautiful out there at the moment. And really, you'd rather this, because what, what tends to happen, particularly out this way, when the rain does come, the wind drops. And which I would prefer the game played in the wet rather than win because I reckon that just spoils the game of footy. Well, boys, uh, last premiership for the Cats near them south, 1999. It was their second in a series of two. They went back-to-back 98-99 and they haven't grabbed the trophy since in this competition. And, of course, for Bullen, 2014 was the last time they were senior premiers in Ellen Bank football. So uh, plenty at stake for both sides this afternoon. Talking about the weather... Owen, how do you feel the uh, the weather conditions are going to impact the uh, quality of the game and what we're going to be looking at this afternoon? We're just having a look at the other games prior to the, the senior game. Uh, as you said before, the reserves game was very sloppy and low scoring. Uh, but having said that, it's it's brightened up a little bit. But And look, the ground looks pretty good as well. It's held up uh, across uh, the previous games that have been played on it, but just from face value. So it'll be interesting to see uh, who handles the ball a bit better, I think, and and we'll see uh, if the weather can hold off a bit longer. Uh, specifically for the punters out there, they're, they're stuck out in the rain at the moment, uh, but it hasn't deterred them so far. There's plenty of people lining the boundary line, and they're quite happy to get wet by the look of it. Yeah, car horns going off as Trent Baker leads, leads the uh, Liebirds out onto the ground there through their banner. And uh, here come the Cats as well, led out by... Uh, their skipper, Cody Wilson, who, of course, was uh, joint runner-up in the uh, league best and fairest last Sunday night at the Warrigal downtown, which is Warrigal's best bar and bistro. So he leads the Cats out there this afternoon. And they're in their mainly white strip this afternoon, the blue and white hoops. And the Lyrebirds in their predominantly red strip with the blue V. Massive crowd here today, boys. Again, we look at it across the ground. They're still settling from teams running out onto the ground and the uh, reserve grade presentation. There would be literally hundreds of people on the playing surface at the moment. Yeah, and uh, what you tend to find in country grand finals, getting them off uh, for the first bounce is quite often uh, a tricky feat. And I will say that um, the crowd, usually at Allen Bank, I've found over the years, are pretty pickled by quarter time of the seniors, so we might uh, hear a, and we'll give uh, a cheerio out that uh, just accepts some language through yeah, the special just, effects uh, mic today. Ap- apologies in advance if our crowd microphone does pick up some fruity language. We'll do our best to keep that away from you. A couple of changes for the... Uh, the or both sides coming through this final series. I think Ben Fitzpatrick for the Cats missed out last weekend with a bit of a new... We know that they... Uh, they lost uh, Josh White uh, in the qualifying final. Uh, 
well, the second semi it was out at Nearham South uh, with an ACL injury there. So they've had to replace a couple. But there is a change in the Lyrebirds lineup this afternoon, Brad. Cam McFan comes back in. Uh, he's had a groin injury for a while. And I know he's juiced up today just to get through the four quarters. And uh, going out was Jared Doyle that played in the reserves uh, loss in a grand final. I can tell you, uh, even though you'd be happy if your side wins the senior premiership, I can tell you, if you've run out in the seconds, got beat in the grand final and then watch your seniors win it, it's okay, but the beer doesn't taste the same tonight. Yeah, well, uh, of course, Doyle uh, dropped on grand final eve into the reserve grade side there. They've been beaten in the reserves grand final. If he watches Cameron McFan this afternoon get a premiership medal, uh, it would leave a bit of a bitter taste in your mouth. In his last game of footy, we might say, too. Yes, of course, Cameron recently appointed to the role of... uh, regional manager for AFL Victoria Gippsland specifically uh, and as a result be very difficult for him to play football going forward. Nursing a bit of a groin injury coming in so we understand that it may well be Cameron's last game uh, in his playing career. Spoke to him at the West Gippy presentation night a couple of weeks ago and you know what he said to me? The main reason he won't play, he actually suffers terribly from white line fever and said that he is the most arrogant footballer that he knows. It's a, it's a pretty interesting wow. self-appraisal it? in itself from uh, young Cam, but a terrific young fella. He's actually helped me out when you were away one week as the host of Saturdays at Gippsland and a very knowledgeable football person. So good luck to Cameron in his new role with AFL Victoria. Uh, we look at the Cats line up there. Let's just roll through this. There's a couple I want to talk about here coming out of... Uh, and we bumped into him at the coffee stand earlier today, Isaac Fuller. For the Cats, who's been uh, a fantastic midfielder for them all season and sustained a leg injury uh, in round 20, Mm. I think, the final home and away game. And uh, we thought that was curtains for him for the season. Turns out it was, but uh, he was training in the last week or so and he was an outside chance. He said to me at the coffee stand earlier today that one more week, if the grand final was next weekend, he felt like he might have been ready to play. That's a big loss. For the Cats, they've had a few. I was talking to Chris Urie at the uh, Warrigal Downtowner for the presentation night last Sunday. And he was saying, of course, having lost White, uh, Fitzpatrick and Fuller, uh, they, they feel like they're not quite their best side, but uh, they run pretty deep in that list, don't they? Yeah, they certainly do. It's, it's going to be the area in the midfield that they're going to be have to be at their best because we know what happened second semi-final when Bullen put the stoppers on Wilson and Morrow in the middle. Players like Bainbridge, Yuri and Kinder didn't get enough supply inside 50, and they, hence they kick four goals, ten. They don't kick enough goals to win a, a game of footy. And we all know a lot of people say games of footy are won through the midfield, finals games are won through your defence. But I'm, I'm a big believer in it's one in your midfield. If you're getting enough footy inside 50 and you get enough shots at goal, well, you'll more often than not win the game. So it's, it's really going to be interesting what happens in the middle there today. Yeah, you're true. The uh, slippery conditions, if they prevail, uh, will impact as, that as well. This is our pre-game show for SJD Law for professional legal advice and assistance here on SEN Track. And uh, just to repeat, grand final day. This is the biggest day of the year where we decide the champion side. Will it be the Lyrebirds or the Cats? Can't be sure yet. And there's a bit of a tradition in the Ellen Bank competition that uh, the board get out there with the microphone and read out the teams in their positions. Do you like this, Well, You love it. um, They've always done it, Brad. But you love it. Um, It's not the question I asked. Yeah. 
Do you love it? Love is a many splendid thing, Brad. And <laughs> you hate it. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure that. It, well, I mean, it's like when they're really made of positions that don't really exist anymore. Modern day football. That's right. Yeah, you know, they've got midfielders, they've got forward zones, they've you know, back six, front six, yeah, mid six. That's it. Yeah, I, I, it's um, anyway, is what it is. And uh, engaging with a massive crowd here at Downton Park this afternoon, and uh, the sun's just trying to. Oh, I know. Peep its way out here, and I look across, uh, just across the boundary line, across towards the Can Bar and the Coffee down towards the scoreboard there and we have a big crowd in this afternoon boys I think the last time I was here the last time we had a grand final in the Elibank competition like most local footy was 2019 and that was uh Long Worry versus Ellenbank that day, and I reckon there was probably six and a half thousand people here that day. So I wonder whether the weather will keep some away, Owen. Yeah, quite possibly, but uh, the dedicated following, I think, will always come on. The rusted on supporter will always come down and have a look, I think. Mm. Mm. So that, that, that asks the question, that begs, begs the question. Uh, I, I know a lot of competitions don't like the live stream filming of footy for that reason, because if you get a weather like this today... People stay home. People stay home and watch it, and, and at the end of the day, your gates are 50, 60 grand, they're talking nowadays. You don't want that affected, do you? Yeah, it's pretty important income for uh, football competitions, and the clubs do get some of the benefit out of that uh, coming out of the season as well. So uh, important today with the uh, with the gate there, but as I look around this... Uh, this uh, playing arena is absolutely encircled by motor vehicles from the outer side, from one goal to the other, and in parts they're two and three deep. And behind us, of course, they're three and four deep, the cars and uh, the people. I'm looking over towards that can bar over there. They are 30 deep over there. Oh, and you see a lot of Gippsland finals and you're out and about all the time. How's this crowd rate that what you've seen the last few weeks? Uh, in the last few weeks, this crowd definitely rates up there for sure. Yep. Uh, I actually got here, for those who weren't listening this morning, I got here earlier than what I normally would. I usually rock up about one o'clock to games. I got here for the morning show this morning. It was busier here than any other game I've been to so far this year. So it's definitely a huge crowd. So watching it just come together here at the moment. Teams uh, just starting to line up. We see the umpires lining up there as well. We might just quickly run through the umpires today. It's a big appointment for these guys as they've worked all hard hard during the season and uh, the appointments have been named. Uh, the appointments are in the footy record as well. The goal umpire, Zach Kenny and Jeff Bell. The boundary umpires, Flynn Pillay. Is that how we say that? Though Brad gave me a little lesson on that one before. James Quinn, Jeff Galbraith and Andre Elliott. And the three field umpires, Jared Reed, Jess Prime and Marcus Sterling. Congratulations to them on their appointments into this grand final. Now, we've got someone with a... Uh, microphone there, going to be singing the grand final. What do we know about that? Uh, well, w- w- what's happened is Peter G, as we all know, did it in Tasmania. Tassie. Yeah, that's right. And I think you might hear uh, Peter G singing it today because uh, he's just uh, he's so wanted just everywhere. Interesting now. to note here. Bob McCallum's kept the Lyrebirds away from this and just brought them up at the last minute to line up. The Cats have been lined up for a few minutes. He's not doing it. Uh, what is it? Pike. The, the power stance. Oh, I better not be doing that. <laughs> we don't know. A bit of cuddling going on there. But I think we've got the uh, effects mic here. We should be able to pick this up uh, coming through. We're right in front of the presentation ceremony here. I notice Ian Bennett there from the local footy show on Channel 31 here with his camera to do some filming as well. Good to see Ian. We haven't seen him for a little while. And that's uh, League Operations Manager Ken Moore on the microphone. Just hope he's not going to do the national anthem, please. If Ken sings, I'm out. Australians, <laughs> 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 
Park in Yarragon absolutely bathed in sunshine <laughs> as the national anthem is belted out there. Done a very good job, and we apologise we don't have the young lady's name, but she did a terrific job here as the teams break up and move on their way. Grand final day it is in Bank District Football on SEN track for the Warrigal Downtowner, Warrigal's best bar and bistro. And this has been the pre-game show. Thanks to SJD Law for professional legal advice and assistance. Not far from a start here, Owen Carter. Um, really appreciate the input you've given us all season. We might even talk to you next week on Saturdays in Gippsland as well. I just want your tip on who's going to win this one. Near himself, for mine. Right, so Owen's on to the Cats. Uh, Brad Sinclair, while we're, these players go through their final warm-up and the ground clears here, I want your reasons as to who's going to win the 22 grand final and why. Near them south because they just won the toss and they're going to kick right to the dial. But the only reason I'm going to go near them south is the only reason you wouldn't. They've been the best form side all year, so how could you tip against them? The Bull and Bullen side, we've said on numerous occasions, the only one that I thought that could beat them. But I just think what happened to them two weeks ago, the Cats, they'll be firing today. And I think they'll get the chocolates and the, the score under 10 points. Well, I'm sitting on the fence. I really am. I think their best footy, the Liebirds, can get it done. We saw that on second semi-final day a couple of weeks ago. The Cats have taken it all before them today. And an important for them would be a big start. You want Lockie Bambridge to get his hands on the footy early and Chris Urey and a couple of their midfielders. You know, Wilson will be strong and Kinder's a confidence player in that forward half for the Cats as well. Brandon Allen's going to be busy at half-back. I'm keen to see how Sam Batson's come up with that shoulder injury at the Liebirds as well. He's been picked. And Langford's going to be important up forward for Bullen as well. I think I'm going to tip the Cats, but it'll be under a goal uh, in my selection. But what we are hoping for is a terrific game of local footy here as the uh, Bob McCallum's Liebirds break from their little huddle now, move to their positions. The Cats are uh, still together in a little circle, just waiting on Tyson Morrow to join them there. He's gone in there. And I noticed that... Uh, Brent Mounty, their senior coach, looking very relaxed as he walks from the field there, leaving his players for their last few messages to each other. And we're not far from a start here in the Alabanga District Grand Final on SEN track for the Warrigal Downtowner. In fact, the, the, the Cats are taking quite some time in there. We will be going around the ground, the Gippsland League Grand Final on this afternoon, not far up the road in Maui today, and it'll be sail up against Lee and Gatherham. We're all expecting the parrots to get that one done boys. Pierre Humbert has gone into the middle for the Bullen Bullen side. He'll start in the middle with McFan, Trent Baker and obviously McCallum. So interesting to see Pierre Humbert start there and that tells me he might have a role in the middle and it could be the captain of the Cats, Wilson. Cody Wilson, yeah absolutely. That's uh, a run with at the very least. I'm going to watch the impact in the back there of Matt Edwards in the long sleeves today for the Cats as well. Notice in the long sleeves there, Ash Lockett as well for the Cats, uncharacteristic for him. So it is a cool afternoon. The sun's trying to peek through, the ground drying out a little bit. We should see some of the skills on display here. This is the uh, the ultimate game of football for the season in Ellenbank football here in Gippsland. 
And we're almost ready for a start here. The ground looks pretty clear. Players in position. And young Jess Prime, the umpire, we've seen her a number of times this year. She's about four foot nine, but very authoritative, and she'll take control of this one nice and early, you imagine. She has the ball in hand. We're almost ready. She holds it aloft. The siren sounds. It's over to you, Brad Sinclair. Let's get this one started. McCallum with Guy. Guy gets the leap, as he always does early, but McCallum gets the ball on the way down. They knock it forward towards half forward, going in hard and low with Symes for the Lyrebirds, and quickly all wrapped up was Reese Campbell. And we'll have a bounce down, and it'll be young Jess Prime in her first grand final. She puts the ball on the air. McCallum wins the tap. Goes through a few players' legs. One of them's Charles. Comes out to Bain. Gets it out over to Wilson. Doesn't sit for him. Then they dive in on him. And it will be a ball up on the left half-forward flank. Here's half-forward. And uh, the Lionbirds looking to get themselves on the scoreboard early. McCallum gives it a punch out towards Lockett there. Gathers it in for the Cats. Knocked on towards Bain. If he's good enough, he can pick that one up. It's a crooked old kick towards the boundary line. And just chipping in right on the line there to take the mark was Herbal for the Lyrebirds. He drives it back into side forward, inside forward 50. Punched on there. Running onto it this time is Gray. Just doesn't bounce right for him. Chance for the Cats to clear this one to Caddy now at half back. He's going to take him outside defensive 50 on the outer side of the ground. Leading in the race, the footy is Bembridge. Collects it now. Couldn't hang on to it though. The ball might be a little bit greasy. They both go to ground here. We're right on the boundary line. Gets it again this time. Bembridge throws it onto his boot. In towards half forward. Yuri the target there. Beecroft was good enough for the Lyrebirds to get it away from him for now. Plenty of traffic around here. Yuri picks it up again. Over towards Guy. He spills it. We're still at the uh, opposite side of the ground here. Out of side. Centre wing position. Picked up by Caddy that time. Another one back towards Wilson. He's been busy early but his kick's no good and over the line it goes. Out of bounds. Half forward for the Cats. So we've travelled nearly two minutes. First quarter. They're just as normal in grand finals. Just feeling their way these two sides. Boundary umpire out of side. will Bring it back into play. High ball. Guy just toe pokes it from behind. McCallum gets it forward. Knocked on. There's McFan. He can't pick it up. Balls spills free. Caddy toe pokes it. Goes to Bainbridge. He's just jumped on by Lachlan Axford. Ball beats him out over the boundary line. Same spot. And we'll do it again. So no score on the Harvey Norman Wonthaggy scoreboard as yet. EDFNL. Grand final day on SEN. McCallum, double-handed tap, knocks it forward. Trent Baker flicks it out. Bain gives it off. High ball from Lockett. Goes inside 50. Bainbridge backs back. Couldn't get it. Kinder, toe pokes it off the ground. Goes in after it again. All wrapped up. Again, crowd calling for ball. And the umpire says, yep, it's going to go against Bullen. And I'll tell you what, I reckon he, if he paid the advantage, Yuri put it through, but he's going to bring it back. And they're all asking why. It'll be Bainbridge that'll kick on his left foot. Wrong side for a left footer. It is. We've seen him kick many goals this season. One of the leading scorers in the competition, Lachlan Bainbridge, and a very young man of 22 years of age. A lot of good football in front of him. He's going to be kicking this. Uh, I could find him there from probably 30 metres right on the boundary line. And as Brad said, doesn't suit the left footer. He tends to lay back on that one as he's done there. And that one drifts across to the right-hand side. And through for one behind. The first of the afternoon. And the Cats lead by that margin. We've travelled three and a half minutes into the opening term. 
And that's on the Harvey Norman one thaggy scoreboard. We're with Bullen now to bring the ball back into play. And that's Brandon Allen. He goes in short. They're going to go to that outer side again. Finds a teammate in the back there. And that was Symes. Symes goes in short again. They're just getting it outside of defensive 50. And that was Symes there. Had it punched away from him. That was Jack. And the ball goes over the line and out of bounds. Right on the 50-metre line. Cats in attack. One point. In front, four minutes gone, Harvey Norman, one thaggy scoreboard. So Sean Beecroft has gone to Chris Yuri. Yuri starts forward today, and we know he started in the middle last week. The umpires pulled a free kick out of this ruck duel on that outer half forward flank, and it was Yuri that wins it. Yuri now sends him inside 50, but McCallum getting back and taking a great mark. And then he's met. What's happened here? The umpire... He's confused. He's called touched. Was actually touched off the boot. Uh, and then in, McCallum was wrapped up, so the umpire says the only fair thing to do is ball this up. And that's what he'll do. And it's only about 30 metres around from the Nearham goal. McCallum wins the tap, goes out towards the boundary line and beats Yuri out over the boundary line. We'll have a boundary throw in. Gone five minutes, first quarter. It's all thanks to the Warrigal downtowner. Warrigal's best bar and bistro. New Bullen supporters over that section of the ground. They've got their little banners and signs. You can see all their red jackets there supporting their team. As McCallum knocks that one backward. Oh, coming over to Baker. He's offloaded as he got rid of that one. Wasn't happy with the treatment. Umpire's found a free kick, and it will go to Baker for the Lyrebirds. Just coming out of defensive 50. Looks towards the centre of the ground here. Back set themselves underneath it. Jackson Koss couldn't gather it in. Coming through, gets a second chance now. Koss, if he's good enough. Well, coming through there, just barging their way through. A little push in the back that time. And a free kick to the Cats. And Nathan Bain in the centre of the ground will take the free kick. Bain, long ball inside 50. Symes at the front, feeds the handball out to the outside. But Stevens is there. Gee, I reckon he might have been held. And Roberts ends up with it. In fact, has the snap at goal and Beecroft's able to touch it on the line. Luck's a fortunate. Fell back inside the field of play. Go, 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 Had Fowler wide if he wanted him and decided to go a one-on-three. Dawling couldn't take the mark. Yuri handballs it out to the outside, but it's intercepted by Hayden Baker. Gives it off and they're all wrapped up. And the umpire says, we'll restart this again. And we're just on the right half-forward flank now for the Cats who lead by a point. Guy up early again, but McCallum wins the tap. Comes out to Pierre Humbert, feeds it off. They go short from Brandon Allen to the captain in Trent Baker. Trent Baker again wants that outer side of the ground. Lockie Axford has a lot of time here as Caddy comes in on him. He gets his kick away up the line. Straight to Alex Johnson, falls short of him. Gray round onto the right foot. High ball up towards half forward. For the Lyrebirds, they're still yet to go inside 50. And looks like we'll have a bounce down outer side of the ground, half forward flank. So the Lyrebirds at half forward, they've had plenty of possessions so far, uh, certainly more than the Cats. They trail by just one behind, and they've spent most of their time in defence. As big guy gets up on the top of that. Coming off there, Gray for the Lyrebirds. In towards half forward there. No one can take the mark. Cats are outnumbered here. They're going to be good enough. Just went over to Stevens. He's got some space. Gets it towards Campbell. A shot for a goal from Campbell. And the opening goal of the afternoon for the Lyrebirds. And Reese Campbell, uncharacteristically, normally see him across half-back, has kicked the first goal 
of the day for any of them who are running odds on uh, the first goal kickers. And Bullen, one straight six now lead near them south. Just the one behind on the Harvey Norman Wontaggy scoreboard. We've travelled seven and a half minutes into this opening term. Good snap there from Rhys Campbell too, Brad. Certainly was. He just read that really well, didn't he? And then that turn of foot of pace, the first couple of metres, so important when you get the ball at ground level inside your front 50. Straightened up. And good to see a boy kick through the ball as, again, it's grey this time in the middle. Wins the tap, but Bain does the sharking for the Cats. Goes up towards centre-half forward. Going in for it for the Lyrebirds was Herbal, and then he's pounced on by a few Cats. Then we'll have a bounce down, middle of the ground, closer to the centre-half forward position for the Cats. We've gone eight and a half, first quarter. Five-point lead to the Lyrebirds. They go into the centre again. Comes out through Campbell again. Handball to no one in particular. Ends up down the throat of Kelleher. He goes up towards half forward. Umpires pulled a free kick against Yuri. And it'll be taken by Sam Batson. Batson a little shove in the back there at half back for the Lyrebirds. Gets the free kick. Uh, characteristically in his long sleeves this afternoon. Hopefully his sh shoulder has recovered. He kicks out towards centre wing, broadcast side. Stevens high, couldn't take the mark. Nice ball from Matt Edwards from the Cats, and the ball goes over the line and out of bounds. Right in front of the SEN broadcast van here. Just repeating the scores. Six plays, one. Lybirds in front, nine gone. Opening turn on the Harvey Norman one Thaggy scoreboard as the boundary umpire spins this back into play. Front position there to Gray. Knocks it out nicely there to Lane. He's been busy early. Kicks it in towards half forward for the Lyrebirds again. And bang there, giving chase. Arrives second, has to lay a tackle. Holds his opponent up that time. And umpire Sterling blows the whistle. We'll have a ball up here at the true centre-half forward position. Bullen in attack. And they lead by five points. Nine and a half minutes gone. First quarter. Taken out of the ruck by Gray. Has his kick smothered. Oh. Gee, the pressure's enormous from both sides at the moment. Ends up kicked up towards the wing from Edwards. Looks for Morrow. He overruns it. Comes out now. Dawling's met high. And that was Jake Herbal. And the free kick will go to Dawling. And they come in and... He's a bit slow to his feet too, Dawling. They're playing for keeps, boys. And they really come in and remonstrated with Herbal. And he's all good, Dawling now. Smiles. Centre wing position right in front of the SEN commentary box. Plays on. Goes the ball inside 50. High ball coming out over the back. Was Gray. Couldn't take the mark. Bainbridge gets the crumbs. Gets onto the left foot. High snap towards goal and kicks it out of bounds on the left foot. Probably had more time there, Brad. He could have swung around and used his left properly from 50 metres. He certainly could have. And for Neerham, South IGA and Licker on the stats sheet, as you said, that uh, Reese Campbell's had a fair bit of it. And so has, for the Cats, Chris Urey. Yes, he's uh, pretty mobile again today, Urey. They played him in the middle last week as he's, of course, the leading goal kicker for the competition at full forward. As the Lyrebirds try to bring that one out. Stringer was there for the Cats and he sees it over the line and out of bounds. About 60 out from Nearham South's goal. 11 minutes gone to this opening term. The Cats will be pretty keen to get a goal on the board. They trail by five points at the moment. And uh, Downton Park in Yarragon bathed in sunshine there as Gray gets the tap for the Lyrebirds, it goes straight back into traffic. Lane was there. He couldn't gather it in either. Yuri was there for the Cats. He's trying to barge his way in there as well. There's only about 12 players stacked on top of this one at the moment. And little Jess Prime blows her whistle and she'll ball this one up about 60 metres out from Nearham South goal. Cody Wilson was hit pretty hard and take, 
taken a while to get back to his feet in that last confrontation. Comes up towards wing, out of side of the ground. Knocked on, into the middle. Bain knocks it forward. A couple of players around this being held without it, I thought then, was Morrison. The umpire agrees. Josh Morrison takes the free kick, right? Smack bang in the middle of the ground. Goes up towards half forward. It's a one-on-two. Gets that over the back. Pushes Yuri underneath it and uses his body really that well then for... The Lyrebirds was Herbal, comes out to Kinder. Kinder onto the right foot, snaps around the corner, looking for Muir. Again, in that unaccustomed role of playing forward today, Wiz. Mm. Ball goes out of bounds. We'll have a boundary throw in 30 around. He's a live wire, Kinder. We're going to keep an eye on him. Early on there, a snap from the boundary. And I didn't really travel any distance. It's with the boundary umpire right in front of the scoreboard. The Harvey Norman one thaggy scoreboard, which has a five-point lead to the Lyrebirds here. Halfway through this opening term, of the EDFL Grand Final on SEN track for the Warrigal downtowner. Little kick out there towards Gray. Gets on with it straight away. He roosts it up towards a centre wing position. Stevens in the front spot, but nicely spoiled there by Matt Edwards from the Cats. And over it goes and out of bounds in front of a bumper crowd here at Downton Park. And the boundary up well with the ball. Right by the interchange bench there. Pierre Humbert about to go onto the ground. They're rotating both sides. Their benches here. The boundary umpire now puts it back into play. It's Gray to do battle with Baggett. Gray with the front position there. Only goes as far as Clancy for the Cats. Throws it onto his boot in a half forward. Just outside forward 50. Chris Urey marks for the Cats. Gets on with it. Gopes towards an open goal in the end. Kinder gets to it just in time. Get a hand on it. And over the line it goes for one behind and near him south. And they've doubled their score. Two behinds it is now. One straight six. The Lyrebirds, they lead. 13 gone, Harvey Norman, one saggy scoreboard. They bring the ball in quickly through Symes, go to the outer wing, but a couple of cats there ready to bring it back in. Stringer has his handball half smothered, ends up in the hands of Dawling, gives it to Gill. Gill now lowers his eyes, looks for Morrow. Morrow picks it up inside 50, on the left foot towards the goal square and misses to the left. Another behind for the cats. That's their third. They... Trial by three points. We've gone nearly 14 minutes first quarter. And don't forget the player of the day today is the Five Aces Brewing player of the day that wins a $50 voucher out there at Nearham South Brewery. Magnificent little spot as the Lyrebirds come in towards McCallum, but Dawling holds the front spot on him, takes the mark, quickly gives it off to Yuri. That's the man they want the ball in the hands of with that leg. Goes inside towards Kinder, but just taking the mark there was Batson. Batson getting plenty of it for the Nearham South Shats, uh, Nearham South OGA stat sheet. The land ball over to Lane. They're at half back at the moment of the Lyrebirds. Right through the middle they're going. Looking for Langford. He marks just down by his ankles there at half forward. Too far out to score, but he gets on with it straight away. A little kick it towards that forward zone there, looking for Baker. He runs around it, now gets it in there. Herbal was there as well. There's Symes. They can't gather it in. Dawling working hard for the Cats, as was Gill there. It's bottled up here if they get on almost coming out there to Herbal. He has a shot there, but just pulled off at the last minute, misses it completely. It's a chance for the Cats' defence to mop this one up. Gill couldn't hold on to it, and it goes over the line and out of bounds. We're about 25, 30 metres around from the Bull and Gulls here. They lead by three points, 15 gone. Opening term, Harvey Norman won Thaggy scoreboard. That rain has settled now. It's stopped, in fact, but uh, the ground is still very slippery out there, making it hard. Gray gets the tap out the back. Roberts does the sharking for the Cats. Goes up towards half back. It's going to come back, though. And the Lyrebirds take the mark 40 metres out, directly in front, and it'll be Cam McFan. 
Comes back into the side today after missing the second semi-final with a groin injury. So the groin, that's the important one for this kick. How's it impacting his distance? 40 out, directly in front, the left footer. In he comes, McFan sits it up. He's pushed it to the right. It comes back. Did that clear the pack? It did. McFan. Wow. That's got to be a contender for the Yarrigan's award-winning hotel. Goal of the day. Yes, visit yarrigan.com.au and book early. Uh, it is Yarrigan's best hotel. What a kick from McFan there. And an impact straight away for Cam back from his groin injury. That was a lovely kick too, Brad, from about 45, 50 metres. Certainly was. And you mightn't have noticed, Wiz, but he was on the interchange and he just had his rotation. He gives you the thumbs up walking past, so I don't know what's going on there with the new regional general manager he, of... Uh... He's a big fan of the Wiz. Wow. Cam McFan. We're back in the centre there. Back. It jumps too early. McCallum's able to knock it down there. Going forward again. Only as far as Stringer for the Cats. He had more time, but threw it onto his boot. Coming towards Muir for the Cats at half forward. Kick goes out towards the forward 50. Bembridge leads his opponent to the footy. Just can't gather it in. Now he's got some support at the back there, Axford. Now get it off Bambridge before he gets a kick away and kicking it out wide and it's a lovely mark there at half back by Jake Pierre Humbert of the Liebirds. Pierre Humbert just happy to go short up the line and go to Reese Campbell. Now he'll go along with a high kick towards Gray. He takes the mark. So on that outer wing position, Gray now goes inside 50, spearing kick. Finds his teammate in Stevens. Stevens now wheels around onto the right foot, goes high. Goes over the head of Langford. He's paid up, the mark. He's paid the mark. It might have been Reece Campbell. Chop. Yeah, it is. I think he's paid it for a chop of the arm. So Reese Campbell will take the free kick. And he has an opportunity now to put his second of the game through at the 17 and a, 17 and a half minute mark of the first quarter. And on the uh, Nearham South IGA and Licker Stats sheet, He's probably the player with most of the footy at the moment. In he comes, Reese Campbell. Shouldn't miss from there. And he doesn't. The Cats, again, have been startled by the Liebirds start as they were two weeks ago. And they now have three on the board, Wiz, and they are yet to kick a goal. Well, Nearham South have three on the board as well. Unfortunately, they're all behinds. It's three straight 18 playing three behinds. At the moment, Harvey Norman won Thaggy's scoreboard. We've travelled 18 minutes into the opening term of this EDFL grand final on SEN track for the Warrigal downtowner. And Reese Campbell certainly having some impact early on on the stat sheet and on the scoring sheet for Nearham South IGA Liquor. As we're back underway in the centre there, Baker trying to handball it into space. Back it in there. Little uh, Roberts picks it up. A handball into space. Gets his skipper. Cats away. In towards forward 50 goes Wilson. On the bounce, Kinder. If he's good enough, a little snap from 15 metres. Gee. And he misses to the left-hand side. Much to the joy of the Bull and Bull and Coaches box. Well, there's a whistle on play here. I'm not even sure where well, the flag's gone, and they are bringing it back in. Absolutely. Oh, Jess Prime's awarded a free kick at centre half back downfield, and uh, Bull and have it. The point uh, does it stand? No, they're crossing the flags there. They're still only on three behinds, the Cats. And uh, it'll be Trent Baker with the ball at half back for the Liebirds. Baker goes up the line, sliding in McCallum, takes the mark. The Liebirds coach goes around onto his left foot. That's a high, long ball inside. Packer players comes to the front. Gill wins it. Gives it off to Johnston for the Cats. Outside defensive 50 looking for Bain. Ball just beats him out over the boundary line and Sam Batson. And 
Well, the boundary throw in out of side, 19 and a half minutes gone. First quarter, 15 point lead, the Lyrebirds. And I can tell you, no end is affected by wind. So this is a good start for Bullen Bullen. Comes back into play. Pierre Humbert wins it. Tackled by Roberts. That's holding the ball for mine. And the umpire, Jess Prime, agrees. Matty Roberts, 100 goal kicker in the under-18s this season. Quickly plays on. Goes onto that trusty left foot. Sends it high inside. Looking for Bainbridge. Kinder does beautifully well. Crumbs it. Handball over the top. Nathan Bain runs into the open goal and gets there first. He was in absolutely the perfect position there, wasn't he? Luke Kinder just read it off the pack as clean as you like. One grab stuff and then little Joe the Goose handball over the top to Nathan Bain. And finally, after uh, 20 and a half minutes in this opening term, the Cats have their first of the afternoon on that Harvey Norman one thaggy scoreboard. 139 near them south. Bullen three straight 18. And uh, we're back in the centre here. Just what the Cats needed. Brent uh, Mounsey be happy with that. Uh, his men uh, just a little slow to start. They've been jumped again. Bullen in charge at the moment. McCallum gets the knock at the ruck there. Baker trying to go through. Baggett now a little handball over to Wilson. Cats are away again. Handball goes out wide. That time to Caddy on his left. Inside 50, the Cats again. Oh, Roberts at the back. Read it better than others. Can he gather it in on the bounce? And he got some attention from Allen. The ball goes out of bounds. Right next to the behind post here. Cats in attack. And uh, we'll have a boundary throw in. There's some uh, tension being put to Roberts, and that was Symes and Allen. I thought they might have been pushing the edge right there. Shallow throw in, so McCallum takes it out of the ruck. He wants his left foot. He gets it. He's going to send it up towards Coz. He takes it in front of Caddy. Caddy lays a tackle. He's able to get the handball out over the top, though. The umpire's going to pull him back. Reese Campbell was away, but the free kick will go to the Cats on that outer side. It'll go to Caddy. Beautiful left foot. Nick Caddy sends it inside again. High ball. Robertson just nudges Symes underneath it and couldn't finish the mark. Hands off the pack, out over the boundary line. It's 18 plays nine here. Harvey Normal, one thaggy score ball. We're into time on in the opening term. There's the EDFL grand final day here. On SEN track for the Warrigal downtown, a Warrigal's best bar and bistro as the boundary umpire spins this back into play. Was Guy at the back for the Cats. Might have got a finger to that. Plenty of traffic around this one. Might have been Bain diving on that one. It was Wilson, in fact, for the Cats. Umpire's going to blow the whistle. And we'll have another ball up just inside forward 50. That was Jared Reed. The umpire puts it back in the air. McCallum high. Couldn't quite get it away. Out tomorrow. Across to Guy. Cats forward again. Bainbridge the target. He's got two to beat. And he couldn't quite get it done. Axford sees it over the line for the Lyrebirds. It'll be thrown in again about 10 metres around from the Nearham South goal. I just love the way the Bullen defenders have the courage to leave their direct opponent and go to the contest and spoil. If they don't make body contact or ball contact are in a lot of trouble but they've got the courage to do it Roberts feeds the ball out he was looking for Wilson but Symes chops it off, goes short to Fowler still inside their defensive 50 the Lyrebirds happy just to see this quarter out I would imagine they go short to Axford he's going to come back, he doesn't know what to do, ends up going onto the left foot high up the outer side pack of players, comes off the back guy gets a hurry kick Goes back inside. Lockett couldn't take it. Baker could. Feeds it out. 
High ball up the wing again for the Liebirds. Caddy gets his hand on it. And he goes out over the boundary line in front of Cos and will have a boundary throw in again. 23 and a half gone. Cos getting it. I'd probably say McCallum's leading the, uh, leading the hit out, Jewel, for Durham South IGA liquor stat sheet. Uh, the last 10 minutes, the Cats have had it on their terms. Certainly a little more. Haven't translated into the scoreboard yet. Throwing at half time there. Gray knocks it to himself. Now running onto it. Onto his right across his body. But it only goes as far as Edwards for the Cats there. Been a great defender for them all season. Centre wing position out of side of the ground now. Drives it in half forward. It's a bit of a mongrel kick there. Might have even been touched off the boot. Roberts arrives first. He's tackled by Axford. Oh, little handball over the top was handy. Now another one from Kinder. Yuri from 15 metres. And the Cats have their second goal of the afternoon. Chris Yuri in the right spot there. And finished beautifully from 15 metres out. And the second goal of the afternoon for the Cats. Number one for Chris Urey, the leading goal kicker in the competition. Near him south, 2 3 15. Trailing Bullen, three straight 18. 24 and a half gone, opening term on the Harvey Norman one Thaggy scoreboard. Nice snap, that one, Brad. It was, and I loved the hands of Tom Muir at ground level to Kinder and Chris Urey in the right spot. And as you say, beautiful snap. The free kick just primes pulled out in the middle in the ruck contest against Guy. It'll go to McCallum. Goes onto the left foot. Up towards half forward. Great mark by Langford. Been good this final series. How was the kick? Did not have to break stride, big match Stevens. And the kick of Langford's has put him in a good spot, big match Stevens. He'll kick from 35 directly in front. Three-point leaders, 25 and a half gone. And you would suspect they really would have thought with their start, they'd go in with a bigger lead. So this will help. Stevens kicks seven in the last home and away game of the season, goes towards goal and pushes it left. So they lead by four points, 3-1 to 2-3. It's on your Harvey Norman Wonthaggy scoreboard. And Johnson with the footy. He's uh, got the kicking in duties for the Cats this afternoon. No one around, so plays on. Just sneaks an extra 15 metres and then goes long to the outer side. Nearly gets it towards the centre wing position. Running on to it is uh, Dawling. He can't gather it in. It was Kelleher was there. Now up to half forward straight away. The Cats going past it was Kinder. Tough for the defence of the Liebirds here. They're under a bit of pressure half forward. There's a whistle on player. Jess Prime's found a free kick to the Cats. Yeah, Tyson Just Morrow, double tackle. Forward 50, and it is Morrow with the football. He's too far out to score, but he can certainly get some goal, uh, goal square pressure if he drives it in towards the pocket. The lead from Yuri Roberts backs it up. Neither of them can get their hands on it, and it goes out of bounds. About 20 metres around from the Neerham goal. They'd love another, love another one here. Just in the shadows of quarter time, 26 and a half gone opening term. 15 plays, 19, Harvey Norman, one thaggy scoreboard. Chris Yuri looking really dangerous when that ball goes inside 50. McCallum taps it out the back. Morrow's there for the Cats, and so there's a lot of live birds, including Lane. And all wrapped up. Well, the bounce down. We're only 25 metres out from the Cats' goal. 27 gone. One here would be really handy. Hurry kick out for the Liebirds towards the boundary. Lockett gives chase with Campbell, but beats both of them out over the line. So we're just outside defensive 50 now for the Liebirds. We'll have a boundary throw in. 
in the latter stages now of this quarter. Good opening, good football. Gray does battle with Guy, wins the double-handed tap to Lane, feeds it back to Gray. Handball over the top in Hope, chopped off by Lockett. Handball's in the air, tap forward. Ends up in the hands now of Tatton. Goes for the high ball up towards the wing, but the Cats are there to jump, chop that off in Johnston. Goes short, looking for Bain. Backs back with the one, air, uh, one arm and can't take the mark. And all wrapped up, we'll have a bound, uh, ball up out of wing. Uh, he the traffic was coming behind him there. Only one hand. High there was Guy for the Cats. Knocks it clear. And there's the siren. Siren sounds here for quarter time in the UDFL Grand Final on SEN track for the Warrigal downtown or a terrific opening quarter of this Grand Final and it is absolutely anybody's at the moment. The Liebirds in the lead, three goals, one, 19 and they lead Nearham South, two, three, 15. A four-point lead to the Liebirds. We take a break here at SEN track and we'll be back with the second quarter of this Grand Final right after this break. That quarter on SEN was for Harvey Norman Wongfaggy for your computer and electrical needs. Birds here at quarter time in the EDFL Grand Final on SEN track for the Warrigal downtown of Warrigal's best bar and bistro. Bull and Bull and 3-1-19. Lead Nearham South 2-3-15. Just straight a kicking at the moment from the Liebirds and they hold a four-point lead. The goal kick is Brad Sinclair. For the Bullen Bullen side, Reese Campbell has two and Cam McFan has one. And for the Cats, Nathan Bain has one and Chris Urie has one. Just while we're waiting for the players to come off the ground, your idea of the leading stats winners and best players for the Nearham South IGA Liquor stats sheet to keep in mind. The player of the day wins a $50 voucher from the Five Aces Brewing Company in Nearham South. For the Liebirds, Reese Campbell with his two goals had a lot of ball around the middle and I've liked Brandon Allen's game. And I reckon Batson's doing well up back. For the Cats, uh, I think Chris Urie looks very, very dangerous up forward, as does Luke Kinder. And I like the game of Nathan Bain around the ball. And around the grounds, thanks to Gippsland Footy, uh, we've got one major game on in the districts. Only up the road in Maui, the grand final of the Gippsland League. And what's an up, a score update there, please? Uh, 12 minutes into the first quarter, Lee and Gather were one point in front, 1-1 one, one to sail, one straight. That's all thanks to Owen Carter and Gippsland Footy. A one-point lead to the Parrots in the Gippsland League grand final. The only other grand final in the district today. I wonder if they've got a crowd like this. I'm looking at this. I'm, I'm going to tip it's uh, well over 5,000 here at the moment. Of course, netball grand final is going on right behind the court there as well. We probably should see if we can get an update on the netball scores. As umpire Sterling holds the ball aloft and the second quarter is underway here at Yarrigan. No one getting that. But a kick from uh, a guy for half forward straight away for the Cats. They're into attack. No one can hold the mark. So coming out there is Symes for the Liebirds. Just puts it out wide there for his teammate. Yuri putting plenty of pressure on for the Cats. Kick off the ground there. Doesn't make uh, much ground at all. Coming in there, Pierre Humbert picks it up now. He's going to kick out towards the centre wing position for the Liebirds. Oh, just too quick to get to the contest first with Dawling for the Cats. And he marks in the centre wing position. Dawling quickly plays on. Gets around his man in Langford. Goes for the high ball towards the 50. Gets out over the back. Really good crumbing from Roberts, feeds it off to Morrow, couldn't collect it cleanly now it's fed out the back, Morrow goes in again and tackling him in a gang tackle was the big coach McCallum 
and Tommy Axford. We'll get a restart 40 metres around from the Cats goal. So up it goes Guy with that high leap of his. Oh, taken high, just a really high take. Oh, don't tell me. He hasn't paid that, and Sam Batson nearly had his head ripped off. Is he serious? He's not paid that, Wiz. Wow. That's what I think. Wow. <laughs> the only word I would use, Pretty too. hard to fake that. McCallum knocks it forward. Lockett does the crumbing for the Cats as a right foot snap at goal, but goes out of bounds. We'll have a boundary throw in. A left forward pocket for the Cats. Always want to do that, too, Brad. Lockett. Goals from 50. Couldn't mm. do it that time. Out of bounds it is, right adjacent to the behind post. Cats deep in attack. They trail by just four points early in this second term. The grand final on SEN track for the Warrigal downtowner. And there towards Lockett. Can't pick it up. Coz couldn't get it either. There's a little run from Clancy. A little snap from 40 metres off hands and through for one behind to the Cats. They narrow the margin. But it's pretty scrappy looking footy and it's getting very dark here. At Downton Reserve in Yarragon. I think there's, uh, according to the radar, more rain on the way. Allen brings the ball back into play for the Liebirds and just goes short along the boundary. So they'll just hold this footy up in the back area on the boundary. High ball outside, up towards the wing. Gets out over the back of the pack. Coming in is Pierre Humbert. Baker's there. Symes is there. Feeds it off. Go with a high ball up towards between wing and half forward for the Liebirds, but Bain been good. In fact, that's Johnston. So Johnston now puts it onto the right foot. Up towards half forward. Bainbridge leaps high in the air and takes the ball on its highest point. Quickly plays on. Goes inside 50. Punched away from the pack. Yuri toe pokes it off the ground. McCallum picks it up. Does the roving, the big fella. Feeds it off. They're away now. The Liebirds are going to the middle of the ground. Gee, he was taken hard. McFan takes it away, and he'll send him forward. McFan now in towards half-forward. Stevens uncontested marks on his chest at the true centre-half-forward position. Feeds off to a mobile. McFan on his left from 49 metres. Gets it towards the top of the square. No one can take the mark. There's Cos. He shoots a little handball off. McFan following up his work. A snap on his left from 10 metres. And the Liebirds have got their fourth of the afternoon. And that was, in the running, no doubt about it, for the Yarragon Hotel's goal of the day. Yarragon's award-winning hotel. Book now, yarraganhotel.com.au. I reckon Cam McFran's run a good 100 metres there and used the ball three times in that phase of play, Brad. And um, he would be responsible for that one. And a real chance there for play of the day for five aces brewing. 4-1-25, the Liebirds, they lead near them south. 2 4 16. We've travelled three and a half in the second term on the Harvey Norman Wontaggy scoreboard. Yeah, super play from Cam McFan. Wiz gets the thumbs up from him again. As McF- McCallum wins the tap, comes out, lock it. He's tackled by Coz. There's no opportunity to get that away. So we'll get a restart. Yeah, right from the middle of the ground and... On the end of a couple of handballs, Cam McFan. Again, Guy, just way too early. McCallum wins the tap, but Clancy takes the ball. And Trent Baker lays the tackle on him. And again, we'll get a stoppage inside the middle of the ground. Again, early. Guy, McCallum wins the tap. Comes out towards Lockett. He can't get it away. Quick kick forward from Lane. Gets out over the back. Campbell's there, Stevens is there, feeds it off to Gray, high left foot forward towards the boundary line, but it's going to carry the boundary line, and Matty Edwards will take the free kick. 
Nine points the margin here. The Harvey Norman won Thaggy scoreboard. Harvey Norman computers and electrical with free click and collect available now. Just under the five-minute mark of this second term. EDFL grand final day on SEN tracks. The Cats go long to the outer side. Up high, Bainbridge couldn't take the mark. Got high enough, just couldn't collect it. The umpire's found a free kick. In fact, it's being paid to Bainbridge there. Oh, no, it's, uh, it's actually Kelleher for the Cats. He chips it in short. They've got possession here. It's coming out wide there. To, back into Wilson. Little handball again. They're away here. Might be Morrow with the footing out. But Morrison, in fact, in towards half forward. No one can take the mark. Kinder's lurking there within 10, as was Lockett. Bembridge, a little handball out there to Clancy from just outside 50. In towards the forward pocket, not a great kick. And Batson takes the mark for the Liebirds in defence. So, no real showing of that shoulder that Batson had. He's looking great out there at the moment. Gets a kick out towards the outer wing. Gets out over the back. Stringer reads it. Goes short to Clancy. Clancy wants to go quick as well. He does. Finds his captain, Wilson. Runner-up in the league medal during the week. Goes to the sliding Bainbridge. Couldn't take the mark. Comes out to Pierre Humbert. Knocks it out. Picked up by Dawling. Did he have prior? Umpire says no. He'll bounce it. The centre-half forward position for the Cats. Gone six minutes into this second quarter. Double-hander from McCallum. Comes out. He's paid a free kick here, the umpire, and it's going to come back to McCallum. They lead by nine points, the Liebirds. And in comes the weather whiz again. It is. It's uh, just starting to trickle in again. We had lots of rain before the game. So handball over the top. That time to Lane. Liebirds birds go forward in towards the forward 50. Stevens there trying to pick it up. Edwards the better of him. Just socking it along in front of him there for the Cats. And finds the boundary line there. The Bullen players might be asking for a deliberate out of bounds. But clever enough, Matt Edwards. He's been a very good defender for the Cats all season. And the boundary umpire is going to bring this one back into play right on the 50-metre line. It's a nine-point lead to the Liebirds. Six, seven gone in this second term of the grand final. There's Langford trying to kick it up towards the top of the square there. But Johnson in the right position and marks for the Cats in defence. So now Johnston had a great year for the Cats. Goes outside, defensive 50. He's looking for Matty Roberts, who leads Symes. That's Sean Symes to the ball, but the boundary beats them both. Have a boundary throw in. 65 metres around from the bull and goal, the Cats goal. In fact, gee, that is uh, that is coming in now, the bull and goal. And it's uh, getting dark, and the rain's coming in sideways as McCallum. Just gets nudged under it by Guy. Comes out the back towards Roberts. He's dived on. Clancy goes in, and I think we're going to see a lot of this now. Just contest after contest, and it's going to be a close game. Goals are going to be worth plenty as McCallum wins the punch. Gets it out, but Lockett sharks it. High ball. Goes out towards the boundary line. Oh, shocking bounce for Morrow, but good for the Liebirds. Comes out towards Trent Baker again. Baines in there. Like he's in and under work so far today. Pierre Humbert knocks it out to Campbell. He's met by Roberts. Campbell does well. Gets the handball away. The umpire says no. That's a throw, and the resultant free kick will go to Tyson Morrow. Here's the Cats over to his skipper. Playing on through the centre of the ground. The Cats gets Lockett. That's Ash. Just short of the centre of the ground there for the Cats. 
Uh, just decides to settle here. Nothing going short. Now forced to go down the line. He does. It's low. Penetrating. Bembridge on the lead there with his opponent. Couldn't gather it in. The ball comes to ground. Straight away. It's Morrow. Picks it up for the Cats. In towards half oh. forward. Kendra met solidly there by a teammate. Friendly fine. Neither of them have got up. I think it was Yuri. Cats in for- forwards in trouble. As the Liebirds clear out to centre wing. Bane marks for the Cats. are going to come again. Kinder is looking up going, what was that? He does not know where he is. He's on his feet now, but seeing stars as Guy kicks it at forward 50 for the Cats again. No one there can take the mark. Knocked away by Allen. Over towards uh, Symes and out towards centre wing for the Liebirds. Coming out. Boy. And flicked over the back from Langford looking for Stevens. He's tackled. Really good work from the Cats. They'll take it out. Out of wing. Just looking to come back now is Clancy. Then decides to go along the boundary line. And it, uh, I reckon that's gone out of bounds on the full. And the free kick will go to the Liebirds. And that was uh, that Chris Yeary effort was a, a Nick Revolt type thing. Backing back. No. Unfortunately, Luke Kinder got in the way. Absolute no worry of what was coming at him. And Luke Kinder got in the way. High ball up towards... Half forward, Brock Dawling's in there, knocks it out, Symes going in hard again and again. The boundary line wins out, we'll have a boundary throw in, out of wing. So, still a nine-point ball game here, ten, just over ten minutes gone in the second term. Harvey Norman won Thaggy scoreboard, 4-1-25 Bullen. They lead near them south, 2-4-6 soon as the boundary umpire brings it back into play. McCallum got the better of it. It goes to ground in a pack form on top of this one. Free kick's been given, actually. It is. Up by Sterling's found a free kick. It's going to the Liebirds. It could be Batson there. Just forward of centre wing position. Drives inside forward 50 again. Gray was there. Couldn't take the mark. Campbell underneath this. The Cats have got some numbers in defence, but they'll have to be good to get it out. Campbell applies plenty of pressure. There to Edwards for the Cats, and the ball goes over the line and out of bounds. Very, very lucky that time near him. They could have been in all sorts of trouble. Plenty of pressure coming from Rhys Campbell from the Liebirds. Loved his game in this first half, Rhys Campbell. Boundary umpire brings the ball back into play. Drifts with a win. Maybe that is going left. Clancy gets it at ground level, and Toe pokes it. Off goes past Bain. Morrow comes in, feeds it back to Bain. Just slipping over and the ball getting knocked around. Stevens, Wilson to Yuri. Toe poked off the ground again. Caddy has a chance. He decides to play soccer. It's going to get chopped off from Herbal. Umpire's paid a free kick. It'll go tomorrow. He's looking for a handball. Don't know if I'd be handballing too much in this weather to Wilson. Backs back, goes short, finds Lockett. He only travelled 10 metres. So lock it right in the middle of the ground for the Cats. They trail by nine points. Goes to Dawling. Centre wing position right in front of the SEN commentary box. Wheels around onto his right foot. High ball punched away by Batson. Roberts does the sharking for the Cats. Goes one way, then goes the other. Actually takes a bounce. Goes onto his right foot. Looking for Bainbridge, but... Ball beats him out over the line. We'll have a boundary throw in right forward pocket. Brock Dawling for the Cats has had his hands on the footy plenty there from the Nearham South IGA liquor stats sheet. Uh, And there's a couple of them starting to get their hands on it, including Wilson for the Cats. As the rain comes in, it's pretty dark. They might have flicked the lights out here at some point, Brad. In attack, 
uh, near him south. They can't get it out. Yuri that time. Handball's into space. It was good enough for Beecroft for the uh, Lionbirds to pick it up. Over to Gray, and they're going to get out of trouble for now. It's a kick that time by Symes out towards the centre wing position for the Lionbirds. No one in particular there. Stevens did his best to get his hands on it, but it bounces over the line and out of bounds. Centre wing position, 25 plays, 16, 13 gone, second term. Harvey Norman won Thaggy's scoreboard. Cam McFan in his last game of footy. He's on the Nearham South IGA and liquor stat sheet. Had a fair bit of it this quarter. Kicked a goal. He's kicked two for the day. One in each quarter. In it comes. High ball. Guy wins it. Campbell's there. There's McFan again winning the ground ball. Taps it out towards Herbal. He knocks it on. Sliding in again is McFan. Just hard to win it. Gee, he just goes effort after effort. Cam McFan. Herbal again. And they're all saying, why don't you bounce this, Jess? And Jess says, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> and we'll throw it up. Out of wing position. And still, nine-point leaders are the Lionbirds. McCallum wins a tap to McFan. Hurries it onto his left foot. Goes up towards half forward. Tatton. High ball inside 50. It's all cats here. Just toe-poked off the ground by Edwards. Does well, but it's chopped off by Tatton. Feeds it back. Lockett gets his toe to it. Just Prime pulls a free kick out of this. It'll go to Charles for the Cats on the outer half-back flank. Just outside of defensive 50. The Cats they want to go forward again. Guess who? Chris Urey. Looks like he's playing on the ball. Away from that goal square. Gets that handball and chips it over towards Lockie Guy. Now Ruckman who marks it half-back out of side of the ground here at Downton Park in Yarrigan. He goes high and long down towards half-forward. Just outnumbered the Cats there. It was about... Five Lionbirds defenders, and between them all, they made sure that one went over the line and out of bounds. She's pulled fact, a high free kick, Jess. It is. It's a high free kick. We're going to have to kill her now. There's uh, Morrow. He's handballed back into space. Clancy good enough to gather it in. He's put down after he gets rid of it. Umpire calls play on. Now it goes to the boundary line, and it is over the line and out of bounds this time. Just forward to centre wing. Cats in attack. 25 plays, 16, 14, 15 gone second term. Harvey Norman won Thaggy scoreboard. And Narain, Brad, she's coming down. She certainly is. And the pressure that Bullen Bullen are putting on the Cats every time they're near the ball has been incredible. Was toe poked out by McCallum to lock it. Has his kick smothered. Going to go out towards the boundary line. Beats Clancy out over that line. We'll get a boundary throw in. It's all thanks to the Warrigal downtown, a Warrigal's best bar and bistro after the game today. You're only about 12 kilometres up the road. Drop in there and have a frothy and have a look at the Swans and listen to the Swans on SEN. Flog Collingwood. The ball <laughs> comes back into play and Luckett will take that out over the line. It's good you don't get too excited, Brad. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, but there might be some others that hope this one's flogged Collingwood as well. That's fair. So we'll have a boundary throw in. McCallum, deep battle with Guy, out of wing. It's been a torrid first half because of the weather, so there'll be a lot of sore bodies at half time as Baker wins the handball. Out over the top, they'll go inside 50. Stevens holds the front spot. Edwards knocks it away from him. Coming in was Lane, couldn't pick it up. Stevens can. Gets it onto the right foot towards goal. Misses to the right. Puts him to 10 points in front at the 16 minute mark. It's chaotic going into attack that time, the Cats. And it's Alex Johnson from Nearham South with the kicking in duties again. 
He'll play on this time and head for the outer side of the ground. He gets underneath that one. That's held up right on a breeze there. But good place there. Chris Urey in the front position marks at half-back for the Cats. He looks wide out there. Finds Morrow, just defensive side of centre wing. Gets on with it straight away. A little chip kick there to Bain. This is a better build-up from the Cats in the wet conditions. In towards half-forward there, Roberts couldn't gather it in. In fact, it was Caddy. And over the line it goes. About uh, 65 metres around from the near-room goal. Thanks to Gippsland footy. Three-point leaders. The Parrots over Sale. It's a close one at the it's moment. It's going to be a close one. Anywhere you're playing at this side of uh, Melbourne, it's going to be close. Yeah. In this weather. Yep, that's true. Ball comes back into play. Again, knocked forward. Toward, back towards the boundary line. It's going to go again. Beat Bain over. So... Surprise the lights aren't on Wiz because... Yeah, I'd say flick them on. It is very dark out there and the ball has spent the majority of the game out there on the other side, which makes it hard. Again, McCallum holding the front spot. Clancy's in there. Fed out by Herbal to Symes. Back to Herbal. Gets under the tackle of Muir. Gets a hurry kick up towards half forward. Coming out was Johnston for the Cats. Again, Soccer's the order of the day as Lockett punches it forward. And they're just going to knock this on and get ground to Wilson. Tomorrow, onto the right foot. Inside, 50. High ball gets out over Kinder. Bainbridge is there. He can't win it. Alan Ken. Then he just handballs along the line. Roberts. Tackle. Gets the handball off. Back out towards the boundary line. We'll have a boundary throw in out of side. Half forward flank for the Cats. And here cars with their headlights on on the opposite side of the ground. But no lights on on the ground. And I really think we could use them on at this point as Morrison waits his turn to rotate at the bench for Neerham. Guy gets first use of that again. A good contest between him and McCallum today in the ruck. And that one goes straight back over the line. We're right on forward 50 here for Neerham. And uh, 18 and a half gone in this second term of the uh, EDFL Grand Final on SEN track for the Warrigal downtowner. As the umpire brings this back into play. McCallum front spot there. Double fists it down towards a teammate. Can't gather it in. Edwards that time good enough to kick it forward. Into space now. Defenders uh, under pressure. Axford picking it up. Over to back to, uh, Batson. His handball gets intercepted by Kinder. Smother that time. Oh, little one over to Yuri On his left. Again from 15 metres out. It was actually Cody Wilson for the Cats. And a little snap very similar to Chris Urey's in the opening mm. term. And that will be a contender for the goal of the day for Yarragon's award-winning hotel. And Chris... Oh, no, we said Cody Wilson, didn't we? Has his first of the afternoon. And that's goal number three for the Cats. 3-4-22. And they trail Bullen 4-2-26. 19 and a half gone. Second term. Harvey Norman won Thaggy scoreboard. Uh, for your click and click, get out there now. Hey, uh, Wiz, I'll tell you what. I've just seen a photo at Elstonwick Park. And you'd be glad you're not playing out there because they've got the rowboats on. Oh, now, wow. You cannot play there as Trent Baker on the left foot. Goes inside 50. Wilson's there. He's beaten to it by Johnston. Feeds it out over the top. Looking for Dawling. Can't find him. Punched on by Stevens again. Now they're away. Langford has a flying shot at goal. And he answers them straight away. Sam Langford gets his first for the day. And straight after the Cats captain gets one, the Lionbirds go back and get one to equalise. 
And they lead by 10 points, 5-2-32. Near them south, a 3-4-22. We've gone 20 and a half minutes, second quarter. That's on your Harvey Norman Montaggy scoreboard. Nice snap there from Langford too. Also a contender for the uh, Yarragon Hotel goal of the day. Book early, yarraganhotel.com.au. And uh, a nice finish there from Langford, as we said. We're back in the centre here. Just a slight lull in the rain at the moment. It's taking all the atmosphere out of this one. Not coming out there towards Wilson. We're underway again. Cat's going backward to go forward. Trying to kick it forward. There was Baker. He couldn't. Cat's around this one. Working hard, Wilson. Still he goes there. A little kick off the ground from Stringer for the Cats, and it races out towards the boundary line on the outer side. Mightn't get it Ooh. all the way there. Lane picking it up. Now it does go there and over the line it goes. Free kick, in fact. Yeah, lucky Axford. It is, and at Axford with the footy. He's too far out to score, just forward of centre wing, outer side of the ground. Very gloomy conditions here at Yarragon. As he gets this onto his boot, not a pretty kick at all. Bounces, running past at that time was Stevens. He couldn't pick it up. Wilson there again for the Cats. He's been very busy. Little knockout comes out there to McFan on his left from 30 metres, puts it in towards goal. But not quite there, and Edwards marks the footy run. The last line of defence for the Cats, and away he goes. Now Edwards, he'll bring the ball the broadcast side of the ground. Goes short. Finds Bain. Come outside towards the wing now. Nice kick in this conditions. Clancy, Yuri runs past. He ignores him and kicks the dribbler. Goes back to Bain. Ends up in hands of Coz for the Liebirds. They go inside 50. It's all Cats, Edwards. But it's a greasy ball, so it's hard to pick up. He toe pokes it to Johnston. Johnston goes with a clearing kick. But the coach for the Liebirds, McCallum, takes the mark. Centre wing position right in front of the SEN commentary box. Now, McCallum plays on. High ball. McFan's at the back. He's had a great game. Punched away by Edwards. Gets to the front of the pack. Stringer's there. So is Morrow. Slides in on it. Feeds it back for Callagher. He's wrapped up. Gets it out to Stringer again. Right foot kick. Clears him outside the defensive 50. Finds Lockie Guy. Takes the mark. Good footy cats. He'll go up the line. Gets out over the back. Roberts couldn't take the mark. Axford comes in. They find the boundary line. In between wing and half forward for the cats. We'll have a boundary throw in. Slippery footy just bounced off his chest that time. He was in good position. And the cats looking to play dry where the football on the outer side of the ground there. So we're three minutes into time on in this second term of the EDFL Grand Final on SEN track for the Warrigal downtowner. Gray gets the punch away from that run co ruck contest. Morrow for the Cats gets his nose over it first. Wilson's there as, as is Roberts. Picked up now. Liebirds almost away there. Gray just couldn't gather it in on his way through and Yuri holds him up for the Cats. And uh, centre wing position out of side of the ground. The umpire's call for the footy and he'll put this one back into the air. Umpire Reed. 32 plays, 22. 23 gone, second term. Harvey Norman, one thaggy scoreboard. There's a loose kick in towards half forward for the Cats. Picked up Bain. He's got time to swing around on his right in towards half forward. This is a better build-up. Yuri with the footy in time and space. Has a shot for goal for the Cats. Normally kicks him. And just missed to the right-hand side, Chris Yuri, Competition's leading goal scorer. But he couldn't get that one done with a wet footy. Normally kicks him, doesn't he, the big fella? They'll bring the ball back into play. Late in this second quarter. In fact, 24 and a half gone. So Bullen 
come out towards the commentary side of the ground. Now they go up the wing. It's a two-on-one for the Cats. Gets out over the back, though. Really well sharked by Hayden Baker. Feeds it out over the top. Has Stevens if he wants in Campbell. Doesn't use him. Goes for the high ball for a one-on-one. Gets out over the back. Langford gets around him. Gets the right foot to the ball. But just backing back was Johnson and reading that well as the quarterback. Johnson for the Cats. Goes the outer side. Lockie Axford leads Lockett in the race of the ball. Sells some candy. Feeds it back to Baker. That's Trent. On the left foot, the Liebirds captain. Goes inside, 50. Finds the man of the moment, Cam McFan. And he'll have a shot at goal from 45 on an angle out of side of the ground. They lead by nine points, Wiz. And this would hurt the Cats. Heavy footy, McFan drops it in short. Looking for Stevens, who marks at 15 from goal directly in front. It was a beautiful kick from McFan. And Matt Stevens has the football for Bullen. 15, maybe 20 from goal, probably 15. No angle to speak of, virtually directly in front. And he goes back here at the 25 and a half minute mark to increase Bullen's lead. It's a pretty important kick in the context of the games. He sets it on its oh. way and he's missed it to the left-hand side. Bit of an awkward kicking style and maybe a greasy footy. And... Uh, just the miss there as McFan comes from the ground after that lovely pass. It's Edwards with the kicking in duties for the Cats. You're killing them, Cammy. <laughs> they bring the ball back and play the Cats. They go up towards Callagher. McCallum meets him hard. Callagher wins it. Looking for Dawling. Couldn't get it to him. Dawling goes in again. Looks for Wilson. Couldn't find him. Finds a boundary line. And how important... That miss from nine points to 15 points has mm. gone to 10 points in the scheme of the weather and the game at halftime. My word. And there's some tired-looking some footballers right now in the shadows of halftime. Baggett and Gray will do battle. One thing I will say, I've liked Morrow's first half. Two weeks ago, didn't touch it in the first half. He's been good today for the Cats. Comes forward. A lot of players just pounce on that as Stringer. Uh, Charles picks it up. What a... And have another bounce down. No, we won't. It's half time, Wiz. Get the pies out. It is half time here in the NFL Grand Final at Yarragon this afternoon. Wet conditions certainly in that second term. And uh, an interesting scoreline's got to be said. Bull and 5 3 33. Lead Nearham South 3 5 23. A 10 point lead to the Liebirds at half time. And that, of course, is on the Harvey Norman one taggy scoreboard. We're going to take a break here and we'll be back with the halftime show right after this break. That quarter on SEM was for Harvey Norman one taggy for your computer and electrical needs. Gets it towards Campbell. A shot for a goal from Campbell. And the opening goal of the afternoon for the Lyrebirds. Oh, little handball over the top was handy. Now another one from Kinder. Yuri from 15 metres. And the Cats have their second goal of the afternoon. Punched on by Stevens again. Now they're away. Langford has a flying shot at goal. And he answers them straight away. 
It's an 11-point lead here at halftime in the EDFL Grand Final live from Downton Reserve in Yarragon this afternoon. And Bullen, uh, five goals, 4.34. They lead Nearham South, 3.5.23. It is an 11-point ball game at halftime. And this is the halftime show for Warrigal Screens and Glass, protecting your home since 1991. Brad, I'll get you to go through the goal kickers and we'll talk some best players. Uh, and then get into some other halftime show activities. For the Lyrebirds, Reese Campbell has two, Cam McFan has two, and Sam Langford has one. And for the Cats, Chris Urie has one, Cody Wilson one, and Nathan Bain one. For the Bullen side, I just think that Cam McFan's best on ground at the moment. He's in and under, and these conditions suit him, and he's been at every contest at ground level, knocking it forward. Reese Campbell's been good. Sam Batson showing some real courage up back, and I've liked his game. The weather, again, suits Pierre Humbert. He's been really good as well. And up back, uh, Beecroft's tried hard, but Yuri's now gone on to the ball, and it's brought Beecroft into the game. For the Cats, I've liked Chris Yuri's game. I thought he's been sensational. Cody Wilson slowly got back into that. And Morrow's been really good up back. Up back, Matty Edwards has just been Matty Edwards as normal. And Nick Caddy, well, I didn't think the weather suited him. He hasn't been bad out on his wing. Yeah, I like the game of Edwards. I think that contest with uh, Stevens up forward for the Liebirds. Uh, Matt Edwards has been terrific all season in defence for Nearham. And uh, today he's having one of his better ones in really difficult conditions. I'm looking outside there now. It's just as dark. They flicked the lights on. They must be listening to SEN track. And uh, hopefully that'll help us see the footy in the second half here. Just repeating, 34 plays 23. The Lyrebirds in front at halftime. This is the halftime show for Warrigal Screens and Glass, protecting your home since 1991. And I can also give you a netball score thing. This is quarter time, so it may have advanced from there. Neerham was seven, leading Darnham five in what appears to be a pretty close contest there in the netball, A-grade netball grand final. Uh, and, Brad, I think we've got a Gippsland League score update. Still three points. It's the latest one I've got. Yep. But that was uh, midway through the second. So, okay. again, there won't be a lot of scoring. It's only, what are we talking, eight to ten kilometres up the road. It's not that far, is it? Yeah, well, they'll be probably getting the weather now that we've got uh, about uh, 10, 15 minutes ago where it did turn quite nasty. I can't believe it. Looking out here now that the sun was shining in the... Um, in the middle of the first quarter and then uh, 25, 30 minutes later it looks like it's almost night time out there Owen Carter from Gippsland Footage just sent me through a text here with a score update 5-4-34 Leon Gatha leading sale 4-2-26 in the Gippsland League Grand Final 8 points at Mowie uh, and that should be a good one of course the undefeated uh, Leon Gatha Football Club again going to uh, aiming to be Premiers and Champions of course which is the title given to a team that wins the Premiership whilst undefeated. It's a pretty rare feat, and the Parrots aiming to do that in the Gippsland League. Certainly doesn't happen a lot, that's for sure. So you listen to the Halftime Show here, thanks to Warrigal Screens and Glass Protect Games since 1991. We've been through the best players and goal kickers here in this Ellen Bank Football League Grand Final. Halftime, here it is, 5-4-34, Bullen leading Nearham South, 3-5-23. Uh, we've still got a minute or so left in this uh, halftime show. Brad, now you, again, as a former coach in this competition, you're sitting in the rooms with Neerham South. Put uh, Brett Mouncey hat on. What are you saying to the Cats? Look, they haven't been bad. It's the pressure of, I mean, we're talking 11 points. The pressure of Bullen around the ball area 
has been incredible. So it's really difficult to win any clean ground ball in these conditions when players are doing that. So I'd, what I'd be asking now is my players, if you're laying two and three tackles a quarter, pick that up to four and five, get in low, get in hard, and get in first. And at all costs, knock the ball forward. It's going to be a game of yardage. Territory. Let's just get that territory inside our 50 and how we have to do it. If it's chaos ball, it's chaos ball. I'd also be talking to Lockie Guy and telling him to stop jumping so early. He's just got to wait for that ball drop area. Do you think he's doing it to overcompensate for the... I mean, yes. He'd be giving Bob McCallum a good six inches in height. Yeah, but what, what's happening, it's dropping and then Guy's on the ground level because he's gone early and he's, he's uncontested in the tap. He's, McCallum? He's giving, yeah, he's giving McCallum. So he's just got to get that timing right. I'd have the ruck bag now out the back and just starting to get his timing That's right. That's a good call. He's been doing it all final series too, Guy. And we've called the Cats a number of times this year. I want you to change hats now. Uh, and Bob McCallum, you're coaching the Lyrebirds here. You're up against Nearham South, who've taken all before them during this football season. And right now, you lead at halftime by 11 points. What do you say to your men? Oh, right now, it's a motion that you run on here if you're the Lyrebirds coach, because you're 11 points in front. You're the only side that's beaten this side all year. They have been undefeated in the home and away. We did it in the uh, second semi-final. And what that's done now has put doubt in the Cats' mind. You're 11 points in front. Get that to 18 points. And you've won the Cup. Oh, Wizard. Brad Sinclair getting <laughs> very fired up. This has been the Halftime Show. Thanks to Warrior Screens and Glass. Protecting home since 1991. We need to take a break. And when we come back, the third quarter of this EDFL Grand Final on SEN Track. We'll talk to you shortly. That quarter on SEN was for Harvey Norman Wonthaggy for your computer and electrical needs. There's Ellenbank Grand Final. No addition to the score. 24 plays 23 here. We're into attack. Here for the Lyrebirds. As the Ellenbank board have drawn the chook raffle. Down jump by spins this one back into play. McCallum front position there. Tries to knock it down the benefit of his teammates. Only as far as Edwards for the Cats who kicks out towards half back. Kinder good enough to get a boot on it to get away from an opponent now out towards the wing position. Who's got the leg speed? Morrison gives a little shove. Just makes some space for Kinder who shows his opponent a clean pair of heels. In towards half forward he goes. But a mark there at half back from Herbal for... Bullen. Herbal go wide towards the commentary side of the ground looking for Symes Roberts does really well closing speed, chops it off gets tackled, gets on his feet onto the left foot, to one on two gets out over the back of the pack and just taken out over the boundary line was the Cats and we'll have a boundary throw in, that was Chris Yuri and Beecroft just ragdolled him out over. 11 points is the lead. Two minutes gone, third quarter. The premiership quarter means a lot now. Ball comes back into play, and Guy's gone early again. The umpire's actually pulled a free kick out of this. Wilson was being manhandled by Trent Baker off the ball, and Wilson will get the free kick. So, Brad, they're letting Guy jump like that high and early. That's, that's not being pulled up, but that was on Wilson. Yeah. So he'll kick from 50. They trail by 11 points. To get this early in this quarter is hugely important. We'll get him back under a goal. Has he got the legs? Goes right to get more distance. Sits that up. I'll tell you what. He's got it. 
A captain's goal from Cody Wilson. He's second for the day. And they now get within a goal, Wiz. It's five points. We've gone three minutes. And that is on the Nearham South IGA Licker scoreboard. Nearham South IGA and Licker, your local grocer. And Brad, that's got to be a contender for the goal of the day for Yarrigan's award-winning hotel, the Yarrigan Hotel. The second goal of the afternoon for Cody Wilson. And uh, come at the moment. And this is a big one. Less than an hour to go. We'll decide the champion team of 2022. We're back in the centre. Knocked there from McCallum. Straight off to Baker. They go forward straight away. The Lyrebirds in towards the forward there. No one can take the mark. Was uh, Symes trying to pick that one up. A little snap there from the boundary line. I don't think he's got it, Symes. Or is it Campbell? It is Symes. Jack Symes, a great crummer's goal. That looked like it was going out of bounds, Brad. But he was good enough to get his hands and his boot to it. Swung it across his body from no more than 15 metres out. And there's an immediate response from the Lyrebirds. The bullet moved to 6-4-40. They lead Nearham South 4-5-29. We've travelled four minutes into this third term in the grand final, final on the Nearham South IGA and Liquor scoreboard. And that's because of what I said at half-time. Guy went early. And McCallum got the tap on the way down and put it down Trent Baker's throat and he gets it inside 50. Got to get that timing right. Hayden Baker wins the ball, but he's paid incorrect disposal. So Wilson will quickly play on for the Cats. Goes up towards half forward. Bainbridge flies, then taps it on to Muir. Muir toe pokes it inside 50. Syme slides in on it. Kinder's there dangerously. Gets his right boot to it, but goes across the face of goal and out of bounds, left forward pocket for the Cats. Get it nice and quick, Brad. That's the way. Keep the pressure on. Nearly five minutes gone and it's back out to 11 points and that's right, Wiz. Just any way to get it forward, get yardage. Boundary umpire brings it back into play. Guy doesn't jump this time but McCallum with his height wins it. Wilson does the sharking. His tackle gets his handball out but Jess Prime says incorrectly and Fowler, no, yes, Fowler will take the free kick. In the outer back pocket. Haven't called his name a lot tonight, today, compared to other weeks. Fowler, been good enough there to get it off the skipper of the Cats. He kicks up towards the centre wing position. Lane there, couldn't take the mark. Coming down to Syme, straight away. Just kicks it into space towards half forward. And the players appealing for deliberate out of bounds. Umpire's not having any part of that. And it is out of bounds at half forward. Haven't seen that for in 24 weeks. What? Deliberate have not seen deliberate. We won't see it today. We haven't seen it in 24 weeks. You haven't seen it for 24 weeks. There's a really good chance you'll see it this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> As the boundary umpire spins this one back in. McCallum front position just knocks it into space. Morrison runs onto it for the Cats. He can't gather that wet footy in. Coming around there with Baker on his left for the Lyrebirds. Kicks it inside forward 50. But a nice mark on his chest there from Gill for the Cats at halfback. Gill with a Chris Scott haircut. In defence, wearing the Cats Guernsey as well. It gets Wiz really excited <laughs> as the ball goes out towards the wing, chopped off by Matty Gray, the veteran for the Lyrebirds. Goes inside, Langford can't take the mark. Dawling's there for the Cats. Feeds it off to his captain, Wilson. Lowers his eyes on the left foot. He was looking for Lockett, but Trent Baker's chopped it off. He's opposing captain. Out of side. Trent Baker tells him to go long. He does. High ball. Backing back was Callagher. Batson's there. Couldn't take the mark. 
comes out now. The Liebirds have Coz on the outside, on the left foot. Misses to the left. Mm, probably had more space that time, Coz. Threw it onto his left. A little more space and time than he thought. As Johnson brings the ball back into play for the Cats. Plays on. Gets out towards Gill. Just inside defensive 50 for the Cats. Marks there. Nothing going on short. Now drops it in short. Ooh. Gee, he was looking for his teammate in Muir who got clocked on top of the head as he went for the mark and the umpires found a free kick and it'll be paid to Muir for the Cats at half-back. Non-officiating umpire and a 50. And a 50-metre penalty, not giving the ball back straight away and suddenly Muir, who got one of the head before, is travelling at 100 miles an hour with the footy under his arm. And that was uh, an interesting 38-metre penalty there. Over to Wilson, who's been... Oh, he's got another 50. Another 50-metre penalty over the mark that time from Herbal. And that's another one coming up. He's going to be taking a shot here, Muir, from... And either way, he's putting the man on the mark. That's much longer than the first 50. But he'll be kicking this from about 15 metres out directly in front. This is a man that got a little bop on the head taking a mark at half-back suddenly. He gets to narrow the margin between these two sides on grand final day. Tom Muir directly in front from 15 metres. And he kicks the goal. His first of the afternoon. And a much needed one for the Cats. They have their fifth. They're 5-5-35 and they trail Bullen 6-5-41. We've travelled eight and a half minutes into this third term here on the Nearham South IGA Liquor Scoreboard. Wow. Now, those sort of things can turn a game, Wiz. They really can turn a game. Double 50-metre penalty. The first one was uh, abuse. The second one was Cos just come across the line running back when the 50 was paid. And we're back in the middle. And right now, it's back to a... Goal, the difference, 6-5-5-5. McCallum wins the tap. Morrison taps it out wide. Baines in there, goes in hard. This is what we asked at halftime. Get in low, get in first, and get in hard and get some yardage inside your 50. And he'll get you back in the game. McCallum again. Guy goes early. McCallum stays on his feet and wins it. Out the back of him, but players just jump on this. It's going to be hard to get that out and... Jess Prime is circling. Blows a whistle again. And we'll restart again. So they've got some big bodies around the ball in Gray and McCallum in these heavy conditions. McCallum wins the tap. Oh, Trent Baker toe pokes the ball. And might have toe poked Nick Caddy as well. Caddy goes back in and he's met hard again. And I reckon uh, Trent Baker and Nick Caddy have got history. Well, they're playing for keeps this afternoon, Brad. It is a grand final. And just six points to the margin here at the 10-minute mark of this third term. On the Nearham South IGA and Licker scored as the boundary umpire spins this one back into play. McCallum, the front position. Bag it for the Cats from behind. Knocked it out there. Lock it. Handballs it into space. This is good for the Liebirds. It gets to Gray. He's tackled. It spills it up now. Knocked on by Lockett again. Baggett giving chase. It's two against one there. But he's done well now. Little one out to Baggett at half forward now. Kicks it inside. 50. Yuri, the front position. Too clever for his opponent. Takes a one-hander. Spills it at the last minute. 
and kicks it along the ground across his body and out of bounds it goes. About 10 metres around from the Nearham south goal. They're deep into attack again at this 10 and a half minute mark. They trail by six, six points on the Nearham south IGA scoreboard. The Liebirds captain Trent Baker comes for a much needed rest and McFan comes onto the ball. So it six point lead to the Liebirds and it comes. Right forward pocket for the Cats. McCallum wins the handball, out the back to Gray. He's tackled. Crowd calls for ball. Umpire says play on. Muir gets the check side round to Baggett. Baggett, running shot at goal. Doesn't make the distance, falls short. Number of players that stacks on the mill. There is no way known that ball is coming out. I reckon there's no less than 11 players on top of that, Wiz. And they're struggling to get uh, separated from each other there. And that could end up being... A contender for play of the day there as well for Five Aces Brewing Company. Brings it, throws it back into the air, comes to Lane. He's tackled by Yuri and Bain in the gang tackle. And we'll do it all again. NFL grand final day here, 11 and a half gone third term on SEN track for the Warrigal downtown. There's a whistle on play from that stoppage there. And the free kick going to McCallum from Bullen. Playing coach and Ruckman for the Liebirds. Goes across the ground looking for Symes. Couldn't quite complete oh. the mark. Might have got one high. Umpire blows the whistle. Pays the free kick that time to Symes. And had he not, too, I'll tell you who was off. Chris yes. Urie was off and about to have a shot at goal for the Cats. That might have given him the lead. It's that close. A little handball out the back there to Baker for the Liebirds. Coming in short there to Herbal at half back. And he marks on his chest. Herbal. Just holding on to it here. Umpire says play on. You've had your full allotted time. So he goes long up the wing and Langford just nudged Callagher underneath it. Just Prime says that's all okay. So Langford takes the mark, goes up the line, but Edwards reads it best. He was interfered with by his own player in the end, accidentally in Roberts, but she's paid the mark, Just Prime. So Edwards switches play, looks for Johnson. Kick doesn't land. He has time to mop up, goes back to Matty Roberts. Roberts now always wants that left foot. That's not a great kick. Oh, no, he's put Lockett under tr immense pressure. Lane comes in, has a snap at goal, and that is costly. Wow. 7-5-47 to 5-5-35. Five, five, the Cats on the Nearham South IGA and Licker scoreboard. That is a big, big mistake, Wizard. Well, I was right behind that from my angle here, Brad, and I've got to say the question in my mind was, did that go through? It went over the post, but uh, uh, the crowd, there's a noise of affirmation. <laughs> Similar to what you get at Footy Park in Adelaide, the goal umpire agreed with the crowd and gave it the two fingers. 7-5 plays 5-5. It's a two-goal lead. There's a whistle on play in the centre here. Cats with it all to do. 14-minute mark of this third term. And the free kick's going to bag it in the centre of the ground here. They seem to have the answers at the moment, Bullen. Whenever Neerham get close, they come up with a goal at the right time. In towards half forward, they fly. Bembridge hasn't had his hands on it, but he's flown high a lot today, not pulled anything in. Morrow held without the ball for the Cats. Little kick off the ground now. Goes out wide towards the wing position. And players giving chase there. We've got a couple. Cos was kicked it on his left in towards half forward that time. Johnson in the front position. Got to push it the back. And he'll have the free kick at half back for the Cats. Tutton 
free kick against him for the Lyrebirds. So Johnston with a high kick towards half forward, punched off the back of the pack and Trent Baker wins the front and centre crumb. Just a chaos kick that travelled a long way. Goes inside, 50. It's all bullying. Coming in hard in the end was Tutton again for the Lyrebirds and he was right on to Callagher. I thought he had it and he was away. Geez, they've put some pressure on here. All It looks like all the systems are breaking down at the moment for the Cats. They've got to get themselves back together. Gray wins the tap. Shark by Johnston. Gets a hurry kick out, but Trent Baker's aerial. Feed it back to Sines. Has a player inside in Allen. Goes to him. High ball. McCallum backs back. Couldn't take the mark. Really well read off the back of the pack. The Cats will come away. They'll look for Clancy. Takes it in front of Trent Baker. Great handball to Edwards. Lowers his eyes. Hits it up the line, but ends up just carrying it over Muir's head. And Batson sees it out over the boundary line. In front of a big crowd here at Downton Reserve in Yarragon. 47 plays, 35. It's a two-point ball game. In towards the 16-minute mark of this third term. And undefeated through the entire home and away season, the Cats. No flag for 22 years. They've got it all in front of them at the moment as the Lybirds are in control of this contest at the moment. Little kick there from the boundary line. Going to move it down that time, Campbell. And pushed as he did it, but it went over the line and out of bounds. And it'll be a free kick tomorrow for the Cats. Right on the interchange gates, right in front of us here. As he kicks in towards half forward. Murray front position. It was Muir, in fact, for the Cats. He couldn't get it punched away from him very well. Batson was there as well, but over the line it goes out of bounds. Right on forward 50. And the Cats need a goal to stay in touch. 16 and a half gone, third quarter, 12-point leaders. The Lyrebirds, the umpire brings the ball back into play and... Just coming out the front, Stevens taps it to Lane, who toe pokes it, looking for a teammate. Again, players just pounce all over this, and stoppage is the winner of the day, as it has been most of the day. And again, we see players like Reese Campbell at the bottom of that. Umpire puts it back in the air, Stevens and Baggett. Baggett wins it, goes out towards Clancy. He's tackled as soon as he collects it, taken to the ground by Trent Baker so again this time it's Guy Stevens wins it out to Gray feeds it back to Baker who tried to kick that out in midair and all he did was kick it out over the line so the free kick will go to Ash Lockett on the centre wing high ball goes inside 50 up they go punched out over the back Yuri can't collect it he goes in after it again Roberts is there as well but the Lyrebirds pounce on it. And again, we'll have a bounce down. We're only 40 out directly in front. 12-point leaders, the Lyrebirds. 17 and a half gone, third quarter. A little bit of a hush falling across this big crowd at Yarragon at the moment. Oh, up high that time. Guy just sat on his shoulders, knocked it clear. The advantage of his teammate there. Morrow was there for the Cats. Couldn't gather it in. Now Roberts. He stick his nose over the footy. They're at forward 50. Now out to Caddy. Little handball out to the left side. Releases Guy if he's good enough to run onto this one. He's tackled just as he does. It's good defensive stuff from the Lyrebirds. And they're going to get out of trouble here, albeit temporarily, as Syme sees the ball over the line and out of bounds. In fact, it's come off his foot. A free kick it'll be for on the full. 
and it goes to the Cats and away they go again. The big kick it towards half forward for Neerham. They set themselves underneath. Yuri got the best position, couldn't hold on to the mark. It's a slippery footy. Kicked out that time by Herbal. That was smothered. We're still that 40 metres from Neerham's goal. Picked up again that time. Axford over towards Lane and they're out of trouble for now, the Lyrebirds. But it's going to come back as that just goes down the throat of Gill. Goes short into Stringer, into the centre of the ground. Morrow tells him where to go, and he does. Oh. Kick's not great. He's looking for Guy. Great, just chopped it off. Goes back towards centre forward. But Edwards does what he always does, and he chops it off. Goes out towards the wing, finds Guy. Looking for Yuri. Oh, coming across is Sean Symes. And just punches it out over the line, right in front of the Cats coach's box. So right half forward flank for the Cats. They trial by 12 points. They've gone 19 minutes on the IGA and Licker near them south scoreboard. In it comes. Stevens in front of Guy. Wins the tap. Ash Lockett kicks it off the ground. Inside 50. Brandon Allen runs back. Coming out. The Cats now towards Simon. Just turned over. Ends up in the hands of Cody Wilson. How did he get rid of that? He didn't. He didn't. And the free kick. We'll go to the Lyrebirds and it'll be Sean Symes who's the recipient. Yuri with a bit of a limp here running towards the bench for the Cats. He's uh, taken a bit of a knock. Never played in a senior premiership, age 37 or 38, the leading goal kicker of the competition. And that's an alarming sight if you're a Cats fan as he limps back towards the bench. And in the meantime, it looks like it's uh, Beecroft uh, cramping up there on the boundary line as well for... Bullen, some plenty of tired players out there. The kick now comes out towards the centre wing position. Stevens, the front position, couldn't gather it in. Baker tried to crumb it there. Just a kick forward by Lockett. But good enough in the end. It's a mark at half back by Symes. That's Sean. He's been very good in defence today for Bullen. They lead by 12 points, kicking short towards Lane. He's been terrific too for Bullen. They've had uh, players playing well all over the ground. Someone's sneaking towards the bench there, and it's Allen. He gets on with it straight away. They're keen on this chaos kick. Torpedo in towards half forward in wet conditions. Couldn't get it there. Johnson kicks it back out. Front position there, Wilson. Crumbs his own uh, mark there. Kicks it towards half forward for near him. They can't get it there. Batson oh. trying to barge his way through. Uh, Bambridge there a little. Tries to go short with one. Can't get it to a teammate there. The ball's on the ground. We're at 50 here for the Cats and the Lyrebirds are going to win this and take it away through Gray. Gray now goes inside 50 or just short of it. Gets that over the back. Just keep your eyes on Tom Muir up the other end of the ground as Stevens gets the handball out to the outside. Stringer, he slid in and was collected high. Ball comes out to McFan. He's tackled. Umpire's pulled a free kick out of this. It'll go to the Cats. They'll just go short. Shocking kick ends up Chopped off by Trent Baker. Trent Baker has it right on 50. Goes short again. Turned over again, but slippery ball. They couldn't take the mark. Umpire again. Let's pull a free kick out of this. The advantage is paid from incorrect disposal. The Cats now. Just playing from behind Clancy here. And Fowl is able to get it at the front. Toe pokes it. He's going to feed this back to Lockie Axford. Again, back to Fowler, has Symes, tackled by Clancy, has his handball smothered. Morrison to Morrow, to Caddy, fumbles, tackled.
Back to Clancy. He wants the boundary line, and he gets it. Good pressure footy there, both sides. Centre wing position here. Still 12 points. I can tell you it's half-time in Maui, and Lee Gaffer lead sale by just two points in the Gippsland League Grand Final. 12 points to margin here. The Lyrebirds in front, 22 and a half gone, third term. Stevens in the front position there, got his left hand to it, didn't really get it anywhere, and the ball goes to ground with a pack over the top. Free kick, in fact, it will be. Roberts at half back. He swings oh. around for his left. Oh, and all sorts of trouble. Puts Wilson, his skipper, straight under the bus with a hospital handball. Lockett has to tackle to try and keep it in. And uh, Cos does his best to bottle that one up. Made a huge mistake there, young Roberts. What he did, Wilson called him to kick it to the outer side and he thought he was calling for the ball so yeah, he handballed gave it, it to him. him yeah so we'll get another stoppage got to say in this is in these conditions it's hard to play hard to call but it's even harder to umpire and i think the umpires have been absolutely terrific here, here. terrible conditions today it's jess prime puts it in the air stevens wins the tap gets it out over the back pierre humbert's there just Oh, I reckon he was grabbed, not in possession that time, though, and not paid, and ball goes out over the boundary line. So gone 23 and a half minutes on the Nearham South IGA and Licker scoreboard, and it's 12 points. Is it enough? Beecroft still getting some attention from the trainers here on the boundary line. He's cramping up earlier. That's for uh, Bullen. He's an important part of their defence. Guy wins the tap, gets out and over the back to Clancy. He's got Kinder. Leads Allen in the race of the ball, but the closing speed of Allen was good. But he went to ground. Kinder kept his feet. Goes low with the ball. Goes straight through the hands of Yuri. Should have taken that. Doesn't matter how wet it is. And Herbal mops up. Goes out towards Lockie Axford. He slides in. So does Caddy. Caddy now wants the boundary line and gets it. One of the boundary throwing in between. Wing and half forward out of side for the Cats. Gee, opportunity gone begging that time mm. for Deerham. They're going to run out of them. All season they've been on top of the ladder. One defeat for the year. Here we are on grand final day. They trail by 12 points on the Deerham South. IGA and Licker scoreboards. The boundary umpire brings that one back into play. Big punch that time by Gray from Bullen. And over the line it goes again for another boundary throw in. Outer side of the ground, true centre wing position. 47 plays 35. 24, nearly 25 minutes gone in this third term. The boundary umpire brings it back in just from behind that time. Guy couldn't get it. Got some numbers here. The Lyrebirds, if they're good enough, trying to bring it in and forward there. Oh, this is nice work. The handball over towards Campbell. He gets it towards uh, over to Baker on his left from 15 metres. Oh, Hayden And Baker. Hayden Baker has missed for the Lyrebirds. That really could have put their... It's one each. Could have just stepped on their throat there in the shadows of three-quarter time, but unfortunately, he missed it to the left-hand side. No. So they're still in it. It's going to be a hard finish on the Nearham South IGA and Licker scoreboard and for the same mob. Nearham South IGA and Licker stat sheet. It has been a possession fest for the guys at the bottom of the pack as McCallum comes out. Gets it out to one of those in McFan to Symes. Goes with a hurried right foot inside 50. Come off Stevens's head in the end. Johnston mops up. Has Gill on the outside and just puts it into his space. Then he toe pokes it outside their defensive 50. Lockie Axford, he's met. Ends up 
now in the hands of Hayden Baker. Feeds it back forward. Campbell goes low. He's tackled. Caddy, Gill, out to the captain, Wilson. I reckon that's on the full. And it is. And Lane will be the recipient of this, and he'll send him inside, Wes. Goes in now, Lane, towards the top there. Edwards getting his fist to it for the Cats. It's on the ground now in the goal square. Big chance for an important goal for the Lionbirds if they can get it. Plenty of traffic around here. The Cats defending grimly. We're at the boundary line there. It was Stringer trying to get his kick away, getting him out of trouble for now. Doesn't cover too much ground. That little handball there was aimed for McFan. Couldn't hit the target. Ball on the ground again. Dawling trying to kick it out there. Uh, it's uh, Clancy who's been really busy in these conditions. Probably suited him. Just runs that towards the boundary line. And the umpire says, well, ball that one up. About 40 metres around from the bull and goal. 27 gone third term. And it's a 13-point lead to the Lyrebirds. As the boundary umpire has the ball in hand, he spins it back into play now. Front position this time, McCallum. Just slips off the back of the pack there. Through to Clancy. He goes with an underground handball. Caddy grabbed with the football. Nice tackle that time from Axford. And he gets the free kick just outside 50 for the Lyrebirds. So Lockie Axford, 55 around from goal. He quickly goes onto that right foot now. He's going out looking for Stevens. He drops the mark. And quickly Edwards' toe pokes that off the ground. And I reckon... The umpire's paid. Is he paid kicking in danger? He's definitely paid the free kick to the Lyrebirds. Doesn't matter what it's for, but they'll get the free kick right on the three-quarter time siren. Mm. So, now, no player really wants to accept this, and in my day, I'd be lining up. And it's going to be Reese Campbell, is it? I'm not it, sure. In he comes. It is. Reese Campbell. Right on the siren, full short. So three-quarter time. Bullen, 7-6-48. Lead Nearham South, 5-5-35. 13-point game. That is on the Nearham South IGA and Liquor Scoreboard. Time for a break here. The final quarter of the season coming up. And it is a 14-point lead to the Lyrebirds here. The Cats and the Lyrebirds, final term, the champion team of the year coming up right after this break. That quarter on SEN was for Harvey Norman Wongfaggy for your computer and electrical needs. The 22 in the Alabama District competition. Grand final day and it's three-quarter time. And Bull and Bullen are the leaders at three-quarter time by 13 points. They're 7-6-48 and they lead Nearham South 5-5-35. One quarter of footy to go to decide the champion team of the season. This is EDFL Grand Final Day on SEN track for the Warrigal downtown of Warrigal's best bar and bistro. Brad Sinclair gives the goal kickers and uh, before they get started we'll work out what the coaches have got to do to get this job done. For the ball and ball on side we have Reese Campbell and Cam McFan have kicked two and then singles to Symes, that's Sean Symes, uh, Jack Symes, Langford and Jared Lane. And for the Nearham South side, Cody Wilson, the captain, has two and singles to Muir. Yuri and Bain. Better players. I'm still sticking with Cam McFan. Reese Campbell's been good. Uh, Matty Gray. Anyone around that ground level. 
Batson has showed incredible courage. Jake Pierre Humbert has been good too. For the Cats, I still like Erie's game, although he dropped that mark that he probably should have taken. But as you said in that call, Cooper Clancy has really stepped up now. Yeah, and Cody Wilson said, come with me, boys. A real Joel Selwood effort in that third quarter. A couple of mistakes with a wet footy, but he was OK. What does McCallum say to his men at three-quarter time in a grand final when you've got a 13-point lead? Uh, that's a real fire-up moment, isn't it, Brad? Yeah, it is. Just, uh, I would say, he's saying, don't get, dr- don't drift off the game plan, our structures. Continue along what's got you here where you are. You've improved your lead, 4-11, and now we're 13 points in front and we're 30 minutes away from the greatest night of your life. And what does uh, Brett Mouncey say to his men? They've been uh, the competition leader all season. They've got it all to do. Well, he'd be saying, he'd be just reiterating, we are the best side in the competition. If anyone can come back from a 13-point deficit, you know who it is? It's us. And by Jess Prime holds the ball aloft. This time, keep telling that it's time to get the final quarter. The 22 season underway. No one gets the clear there. Wilson with it good. Over towards Clancy, who's had a terrific game. In towards half forward for the Cats. Knocked off there was uh, Batson. Trying to kick it off the ground. Uh, Caddy for the Cats. We're again at half four. The boundary line looms large and Caddy can't gather it in before it goes out over the line and out of bounds. 50 metres around from the Nearham goal. And on the Findex Gippsland scoreboard, it is a 13-point lead to the Liebirds. So the boundary umpire will bring this ball back into play. 55 around from the Cats' goal. Edwards does the ruck duties. McFan wins the handball. They go up towards the wing. It's going to get chopped off by the Cats out of side. Bain. Now, long ball. They need a mark. Inside it goes. Comes out over the back. Roberts is there. Doesn't win the ground ball. Ashlock it does. Gets it onto his right foot. Finds a boundary line out of bounds on the fault. Bit of a query mark over uh, Batson's shoulder from the second semi. He's had two weeks off, or a week off, sorry, and uh, got up uh, from that contest holding his shoulder. So keep an eye on Batson. Fowler. Goes up the line for the Liebirds. High ball. McCallum through his hands. Gets out over the back. Campbell's there again. Tapped on from Lane. Gets it out to the outside. And now just toe-poking it off the ground towards the boundary line. And McFan taking a long time to get up. That groin troubling him now. There's no doubt about that. The Cats have the ball. Edwards, centre of the ground, out of side. Wing. Go short, lowering the eyes. And again, the entry kick isn't great. Jeez, Roberts did well. Slid in, picked it up, got to his feet. High ball inside the latter part of the 50-metre area for the Cats. And just able to go back and take the mark was Nathan Bain. And he's had a good game. You'll kick this on the angle. 30 out. Won't be a problem, Wes. Do they need this one? That's maybe the understatement of the football season at the moment. Bain from 15 metres. Misses on the right-hand side. Oh, he lets you down. And that was an important miss for Nathan Bain. He's had a terrific footy season, but they really needed that one straight. And... uh, Reduces the margin back to t- just the 12 points. It could be an important point later on. So the Liebirds bring it back into play. Oh, Edwards straight away marked at half-back. Plays on straight away. A little chaos kicking towards oh. the forward zone again that time for the Cats. But it's a mark by Allen in defence. He's going to go straight away. Finding a teammate there. 
in Axford. He's going to go across the ground again. This is pretty game. Missed the target. McFan butters up and picks the ball up. Kicks it out wide. They're going to get away with this now. At half back. Just gets his kick in time. Gray out towards the centre wing position. Running onto it there was Tutton. And uh, the bounce of the ball just eludes him. The Cats are going to get another go here with Caddy. Tries to handball over the top. Gets it to Edwards. He's lifted today. Roberts marks at half forward for the Cats. Roberts ran onto that customary left foot. High ball at the back. Kinder. Baines there again. You've got to make a man, son. He slips over. Foul is there. He falls over. Kinder doesn't. Gets it onto the right foot. Shouldn't have a problem. And he doesn't. Game on. Luke Kinder gets his first for the day. And at a very, very crucial time of this game for the Cats. And on the Findex Gippsland scoreboard, Findex Financial Advisory and Accounting Solutions, Bullen Bullen 7-6-48, lead by a goal. 6-6-42, the Cats, four minutes gone. This is the game now, Wizard. Well, this is for the championship, but every time the Cats have scored in that way during this contest, the Lybirds have had a response. Let's see what they can do here as Big McCallum is in the centre, just marshalling his charges for one more effort. He goes high, wins the tap. Can they go forward there? Cos couldn't gather in. Dawling good enough for the Cats. Throws it onto his boot in towards half forward. Bain underneath it. He got bats in a beat. Couldn't do it. Bambridge arrives late. Lockett picks it up now. He's got time and space. Shoots in a pass. There couldn't get Kinder. Could he do it again? Kinder from 15 metres! You bet he can! Oh. Two goals in a minute for Luke Kinder. And Brad Sinclair, it was you that left him out of the team of the year. <laughs> I knew that was coming and it wasn't. Just and suddenly on the Findex Gippsland scoreboard, scores are level 7 6, 48 apiece. The Lyrebirds and the Cats. And we've only travelled five minutes into this final term. Anybody's game, Brad Sinclair. Uh, it certainly is. And they're playing Kinder out of the goal square in this quarter. And he has been brilliant early. Edwards into the ruck. Master move from Mounsey. Comes out to Edwards. Gets a high kick inside 50 towards Bain. Slippery ball. Gets out towards Axford. That's Tom. Bainbridge keeps it in to lock it. Toe pokes it, but Batson's there. High ball up towards McFan. Couldn't hold the mark. Comes to the front of the pack. Stevens is there. Gill. For the Cats, Lane, kicked off by Gray, up towards centre-half forward. Brilliantly done by Callagher, but equally brilliantly done by Langford. Lays a tackle, gets a free kick at centre-half forward. And is Langford now. This is the chance for the Lyrebirds to respond. Kicking towards Ford. Numbers there for the Cats. Edwards there. Gee, he's been busy. He might be their best this afternoon. Kicks out towards halfback. Morrow couldn't hold the mark. Good enough to butter up and handball over to Wilson, his skipper. And away we go now. Caddy, centre wing, runs his full measure. In towards half forward for the Cats they go. Roberts was good enough to gather it in if he couldn't hold the mark. Kicking towards half forward. Lockett's got some space. The trouble oh. arrives just in the meantime. Looks like the Lyrebirds could get out of trouble here. There's a whistle on play and it is a bull and free kick at half back gee trent baker did well able to get his foot to it they come out to the commentary side of the ground to campbell gets his handball out dawling toe pokes it back into wilson diving in now comes back to herbal feeds it off campbell hurried ball inside 50 
It's Johnston giving race with Pierre Humbert. He gets his fist to it. He wants the boundary line. Dives in after it again and makes sure that he scores a rugby league try over that boundary line. And we'll have a boundary throw in. 50 metres around. All tied up. 48 apiece. Seven minutes into the last quarter. What a game. And what a way to finish the EDFNL season. Boundary umpire. Back into play. McCallum wins the tap. They pounce upon it. Charles is there. Comes out towards Fowler. Gray wrapped up by Caddy. And we'll do it again in the bounce form this time. McCallum. Clancy takes ruck duties on that occasion. Umpires pulled a free kick out of it. Clancy was worried about the height. So he's paid for blocking and McCallum will have a shot at goal. Well, Captain Trusty, the best knock-rucking combinations that we've seen in this uh, season so far. And a beautiful left cook kick he is, the playing coach for Bullen. And on about a 45-degree angle here, and the man on the mark standing at about 42 metres. So it's a heavy footy, and he's got it all to do. Now, McCallum, as he sets it on its way, it's high, looks OK. It's going to get to the line. Just misses on the left-hand side. But it's good enough at the eight-minute mark to give the Liebirds the lead. 7-7, play 7-6, Findex Gippsland scoreboard. And uh, let's see what sort of response the Cats have got to that. So the Cats, they bring the ball back into play through Johnston. Goes long, Caddy at the back. Batson holds the front spot. They've paid a free kick to the Cats. It'll be Yuri. Goes to Wilson, his captain. Up towards Bain. Around half forward. It sits nice. He's tackled really well by Herbal. In comes Lockett. There's Fowler. He's tackled by Caddy. Gets his kick away. Straight to the Cats, though. Oh, I reckon that's 50. Not paid. So the Cats... Again, go to their captain. What a captain's quarter so far it's in this early fantastic. stages, hasn't he? Wilson finds Caddy again. Caddy now has had a lot of it in the early parts. A beautiful kick. Well done by the Liber, just chopping back on it. And that was Herbal. Locker takes it out over the boundary line. We'll have a throw in. Nine minutes gone, Wiz. They look as dangerous as they've looked all afternoon, the Cats, as they go to forward 50 now. They just haven't played with that level of penetration all afternoon. The Liebirds lead by a point. We're getting close to nine and a half gone. Final term with Vindex Gippsland scoreboard. Edwards gets the front position, runs on and roves his own work. Little check side kick from the boundary oh! line. Edwards! Oh, has he won? He's kicked a goal himself. The fullback in the team of the centre of the year has gone into the ruck, a boundary throw in there, and that is a contender for the Yarrigan Hotel. Goal of the day to Matt Edwards. For the Cats, his first of the afternoon, and more importantly, he gives Neerham South the lead at the 10-minute mark of the final quarter. The first time of the day they take the lead. That's not a contender for the Yarrigan's award-winning hotel goal of the day, Wiz. That's the winner. Yeah, I think yeah. it could be. <laughs> I cannot see. That is unbelievable. And not only was it technically the goal of the day, it was at a time that put him in front. Back in the middle, game on. Dawling comes out with it. He's tackled. Umpire says incorrect disposal. You had time. Matty Gray wins the free kick. Middle of the ground. Sends him into attack. As we said earlier, they normally 
rebound really quickly and score. Goes inside. Langford has it knocked away from him. Umpire's pulled a free kick and it'll go to Sam Langford. Langford, 30 metres out directly in front. They trail by five points. First time for the day, 11 minutes gone. Last quarter. And on the Findex Gippsland scoreboard, Langford can put them back in front. Comes in, goes left, and holds that line left. Four points, the difference. 11 minutes gone, last quarter. Well, still plenty of time for either side if they're good enough as Johnson plays on now for the Cats. Goes to the outer side. It's high and long near towards the centre wing position. Passes Fowler. Yuri looking for his first career premiership as a 38-year-old. Gets it towards half forward. Bambridge can't take the mark for the Cats. Backing it up that time. Roberts Morrison, in fact, couldn't gather it in properly and it's held up. And we'll have a ball up here. Outer side of the ground. Close to the boundary. About 65, 70 metres from the Nearham South goals. I look outside. Rain still falling. The skills seem to have improved. High that time was Guy. Couldn't really win the tap. There's plenty of traffic around this one. Don't want it to be stopped by that. Guy's able to pick it up. Tackle before he can get his handball away. And umpire Reed says, uh, hold up there, boys. I'll ball that one up. Hasn't moved any further. We're still a good 60-odd metres from the goal. Up high again, Guy. Couldn't get it out. There's uh, Gray. Just a chaos kick out towards centre wing to oh. get the... Lyebird's out of trouble. Off-hands it goes and over the boundary line centre wing position. Matty Edwards again, Wiz. Just come oh, across there. What an effort from him. This uh, move into the ruck, genius move, but yeah. he's been fabulous all over the ground. He just puts his body on the line and this is what grand finals are all about. In it comes. Gray and Guy. Gray wins it with a right tap. Goes out towards Lockie Axford. Morrison, low and hard. Now they'll go forward, the Liebirds. They find McCallum, who's playing as a key forward now. Goes deep, high ball again. Matty Edwards comes across the pack and fists it out towards the boundary line. But the Liebirds are able to get it inside and Reese Campbell has taken the mark, cramping up. He's 20 metres out directly in front. This will put him two points in front. He's got to run a good 50 metres to put himself in position there. It's just an absolute chaos kick that came out and he was good enough to be underneath it to take the mark. It might decide the premiership and there's a fair bit of luck in it in the end. In he comes. Reese Campbell. He's had a fantastic day. Straight over the umpire's hat and as you can hear in the special effects, Mike, they're up and about again on the Findex Gippsland scoreboard. Findex Financial Advisor and Accounting Solutions. And the Liebirds hit the front again. 8856, Nearham South, 8654. We're going 14 minutes last quarter. Third lead change, lead change of the quarter in 14 minutes. And the 22 Premiership is going to be hard earned by either side. They've had the answers, Bullen. They've played some terrific footy this afternoon as umpire Prime puts the ball back into the air. The rain coming in pretty heavily. There's a whistle on play. It might have been a centre square infringement. Gray for the Liebirds. Drives them forward again. But dropping in front there in the long sleeves is Stringer for the Cats who marks at half back. 
Plays on straight away. They've got to get on with it now. Dawling drops a wet footy. He's good enough to butter up, though. Throws it onto his boot in towards half forward for the Cats. Yuri should be good with the wet footy. Doesn't. Puts his nose over it. But coming through there, little push from Caddy. Over to Dawling, who's been good. To his skipper in Wilson. Lowers the eyes to a lead from Bang Bambridge. He couldn't take the mark. Lybird's working hard in defence. Wilson with it again. He's tackled. Could have been incorrect disposal. Umpire lets them play as they should at a grand final. Caddy's handball out now. Look guy, he's got some space, fires in a shot towards goal, it's going to run off the hands into the back there and through it goes for one behind to the Cats, an opportunity begging perhaps, they move to 8 goals 7, Bull and 8 goals 8 and it's 15 gone on the Findex uh, Gippsland scoreboard final term. Wow, one point game and we're 15 minutes gone Ball comes back into play Goes through McCallum's hands. Edwards, McFan. Hurried right foot, kick under pressure. Up towards the wing. Commentary box side of the ground. Muir has his kick smothered by Campbell. Feeds it back. Now they're away. Goes up towards 50. Johnston pedals back for the Cats. Has Muir short. And goes to him. Muir. He's going to switch across the other side now. And they're going to try a different entry. He goes back to Johnson. Johnson now, long kick outside. Their defensive 50 towards the wing. Looking for Wilson. Kick carries over to him. Gray mops up for the Liebirds. Gets it onto his left foot and goes out of bounds. We'll have a boundary throw in. 50 around from the... No, it's on the full. It's on the full. It'll be a Cats free kick. So it'll be... Looks like... Morrison. Morrison. Goes short. Oh, not a great kick. He was looking for Bain. Herbal just dived in and gets it out over the boundary line. Bain wanted on the full. The umpire's having nothing of it. Three goals, two to one goal, two. In favour of the Cats in this final term. 16 and a half gone. The Premiership on the line. And this is it. 56 plays, 55, Findex Gippsland scoreboard. Umpire brings it back in, Wilson with it. Free kick, Edwards gets on with it straight away, kicks it towards half forward for the Cats. Yuri marks on his chest, plays on straight away. Plenty of time if they're good enough. Kinder runs underneath it. Bambridge hasn't touched it all afternoon. Kicks it off the ground and through for one behind to the Cats. We could be back and levels next week. the score. We're going to be back here next week. There's a murmur over the crowd as the scores level at 56 points apiece. 17 gone, final term. Findex Gippsland scoreboard. Liebirds bring the ball back into play. Tutton has it just on defensive 50. High ball up the wing. Backing back for the Cats was Wilson. Gets his hands on the ball in front of Coz and it trickles out over the boundary line. One point game. Scores level, mate. Sorry, level. 17 and a half gone. What a game of footy and great coaching from Mounsey at three-quarter time with Edwards into the ruck. Has got him back into the game. He gets it to Wilson. Wilson with a hurried ball. Inside 50. Bain out the back. Gives it to Yuri. He's tackled by Axford. Ball goes out over the line. We'll have a boundary throw in 30 around from the Cats goal. This could be it for the Cats. It's only four goals kicked in this term. 18 gone final term. We'll have a couple of minutes of time on at least. That's the boundary umpire now. About 30 metres around from Neerham's goal. Spins it back into play. Gray with the front spot for Bullen. Punches it down into space. Oh, back, oh, it was Guy. Just kicked into space up there. Kinder giving chase here. Kicked off the ground by Allen. And it's out of bounds on the full. Luke Kinder with the wow. free kick. Heavy rain falling. 18 and a half gone final term. And Luke Kinder... 
who has score, two right? goals for the afternoon, will be on the boundary line for a right footer, but he's going to kick from about 35, 40 metres out. And uh, this one, any score gives his side the lead. Might actually be a goal, would not help. It's heavy rain. Kinder now, finally, gets close to the man on the mark. He gets underneath that. High they go at the front there. Couldn't take the mark. It was Roberts. It goes to against. Coming back out towards Kinder. Hands and knees. Shoots a little handball over to Yuri. He gets some more space. Gets it over to his skipper there. He couldn't get clear of it either. Working hard, the Lybird's defence, and it goes to the line, and out of bounds it goes for a boundary throw-in. About 40, 35 metres out from the near and goal. 56 points apiece. 19 gone. Final term, Findex Gippsland scoreboard. Well, what a finish we've got here. In it comes. Gray holds the front spot. Backhands it out towards Symes. Mill is there. Ball trickles out the back. Charles is there. So is Morrow, all wrapped up. And we'll throw it up. I think the van sprung a leak, Brad. Dripping down onto my paperwork. Up it goes. And again, Guy goes early. And McCallum wins a tap, but beats Caddy out over the boundary line. Extra time beckons with it beckons. I reckon this last quarter will go a good 25, 26 minutes. You'd want to score now, wouldn't you? Just hold the lead if you get it. In it comes. Oh, McCallum's just kicked that out of midair on the boundary throw-in. Free kick. But he's got the free kick. He goes inside the middle of the ground. High ball, Dawling. He's got the free kick. He's been terrific, Dawling. He has. Brock Dawling, called to play on. Oh, he doesn't know what to do with it. He ends up handballing it to Yuri. I'll be cutting the handballs out. Morrison feeds it off. They go inside through Wilson. Bain has a chance. Right foot snap. It's only a behind, but it puts him in front. Uh, And that is, that's lead change number five in this quarter. 57 plays, 56 into time on final term of this grand final here at Yarragon in the rain. Kick in there, doesn't quite hit the target. They put themselves under pressure. Dawling there, dives on top of that. Here's Kinder, the magic man, picks it up. There's a whistle on play as he snaps at goal and it's a free kick to Trent Baker from Bullen as the the Bullen fans breathe a massive sigh of relief there as Kinder's snap was on its way. And uh, that might have made the margin unbeatable at this late point here. 21 gone, final term. Baker, Bullen skipper with the footy. Goes in short. Oh, gee, looking looking that time for Herbal. Couldn't hit the target. Let's the Cats back in. They're still inside forward 50. Picked up Caddy. Went without it. Picked up again there. A little kick towards the boundary line. Might have gone over by Batson. It has, but bounced just before. And it'll be a boundary throw in 40 metres around from the Nearham goal. 21 and a half gone. The Cats, been behind all day, find themselves in front by the narrowest of margins. Comes back into play. Gray picks it up, ground level. Gives it off to his captain in Baker. Kicks up towards a wing. There he is again. Matty Edwards comes in over the back, spoils it. Baines there, doesn't want to keep it in. He wants the boundary. Lybirds are out on their feet, Brad. They're down by a point. They need a goal to win. 22 gone, final term. Into time on here. And it's dark. McCallum with Guy. McCallum wins it. Big fist out towards Gray. Yuri gives chase. 
Carriage dives in under and taps it out. Chris Urey looked like the look on his face there said he was running after his first Premiership medal. They lead by a point. 22 and a half gone, final turn. We're centre wing position here. Boundary umpire brings this one back into play. McCallum gets the front spot, tries to get it to Gray. Coming up there, Guy dropped it. Morrow in there for the Cats. He couldn't get it out. And umpire Jess Prime blows the whistle. She's going to ball this one up in the centre wing position. Broadcast side of the ground. We have a big crowd in the wet here at Yarragon. The Cats by a point. Barging through there, Yuri again. He wanted the footy and knocks McFan on his bum. Umpire blows the whistle. There's a free kick here. And it's going to the Cats. Yuri, in his last quarter effort for a man who wants his first senior premiership medal, has been terrific today. And he's not in a hurry. Centre wing position <laughs> yes. is Chris. 23, nearly 23 and a half gone. Where does he go? Just for territory. Just in towards half forward they go. No one can take the mark. Little handball from Bain over the top to Wilson. He's good enough to gather in. Finally, throws it onto his boot inside. 50 they go again. The Cats. Bainbridge with the front spot. It was uh, Roberts trying to get front position. Got Caddy in the face. He was good enough to butter up. It's Dawling. Throws it onto his left boot. Kicks it in towards the goal square. But the Lyrebirds have got the footy for now. They just hold onto it. They ship it. Axford drops the mark inside the defence in 50. He's tackled. Umpire says, I'll ball that up. They wanted incorrect disposal holding the ball. The cat's not paid. McCallum from behind guy wins the tap. Herbal. Picks it up in front of Kinder. Hurry kick outside their defensive 50. Up the wing. Stevens comes out. Kicked off the ground by the Cats. It's gone out over the boundary line. On the full. Batson wins a free kick. They've got to move quickly. He does. Goes into the centre of the ground. High ball. Coz gets his hands to it. Couldn't take it. Toe poked by Caddy. He goes in after it again. McFan slides in underneath. Feeds it out, toe poked out. Symes knocks it back, looking for a teammate. Morrow dives in, he's wrapped up. They just want a stoppage, the Cats. Comes out. Guy takes the mark on 50, has Yuri if he wants him. Goes to him on 50, take your full 30 seconds and finish it off, Wes. 24, nearly 25 gone, final term. It's the Cats by a point here at Yarrigan. And Chris Yuri has the footy. Man on the mark, just inside forward 50. It's a wet football. I just don't think he's got the distance in him. As good as he's been, he's looking for something short. Goes Smart. in short, finds a teammate there in Muir. Boundary side, the angle's not the concern at all at this point. It's a one-point ball game here. Smart play. Smart play. Could buy himself another 30 seconds, and Muir turns his back on goal and moves right back here. He'll end up kicking from about 45 metres. Just on the Nearham South IGA and Licker stat sheet, Wiz, Yuri's had it 12 times in the last quarter. Muir runs around the man on the mark now, kicks from 40 metres, it sets it in towards the top of the square. They're high, punched away by McCallum, I think it was. On the ground now, numbers here for Nearham. Oh, picked up by, was it Roberts? He tried, it was uh, Morrow, in fact, his kick smothered. And goes in short and Gray marks in the goal square for the Lyrebirds. Gray, out of side, high ball, gets out over the back. It's all Cats. Gets it out to Johnston. Johnston, high ball towards 50. Brandon Allen takes the mark in the defensive part for the Lyrebirds. The kick again isn't great. It's all Cats. 
Diving in low was Morrison. Gets to his feet. Feeds it out the back. St- Wilson has his kick smothered. Caddy off the ground. Out towards the boundary line. Bainbridge. There's the siren. The Cats have got up. Can you believe it? Near him south. Have got up by a point in one of the best grand finals you will ever see. Uh, well, we probably need to catch our breath here. And absolute mayhem there coming onto the ground from every angle. And you've got to feel for the Bullen players today. They won the second semi. They had the week off. They got to grand final. And they controlled this game for the best part of three quarters. And we look out across the ground now. And the Bullen players are absolutely devastated, as you could understand. Uh, but as equally devastated as they might be, it's absolute delirium for the Nearham South boys. Their first premiership since 1999. They've broken a big drought there. And you feel for Chris Urie, who's played 38 years of senior footy. He's been at Geelong. He's been leading competitions around Victoria. He comes home to his club, Nearham South. He's never played in a senior premiership. And I saw him sink to his knees with his fists in the air as the siren went. That was spectacular stuff. And that's as good as any game of footy I've called for a long time, Brad Sinclair. I'll just repeat the final scores if you've joined us here. Nearham South are premiers in the Ellenbank football competition. And they've won this grand final by one point. It was eight goals, nine, 57, Nearham South. Defeating Bullen, eight, eight, 56. The final quarter going some 27 minutes on that Findex Gippsland scoreboard. Findex Financial Advisory and... Uh, we're a little bit uh, lost for words here. I know we've got a plenty to go. We're going to be on here until 5.30. There will be a presentation at some point. Then we will go to the SCG for the second quarter in the AFL qualifying final. But this may take some time, breaking a 22-year drought for the Cats. I'm looking at the crowd around their huddle in their forward 50 at the moment, and there's got to be a 1,000 people around there, Brad Sinclair. It certainly does, and... Oh, look, we've been lucky enough to call a lot of footy together, Wiz. But I'll go down as saying that is the greatest game. And don't worry about the weather. People say, ah, oh, weather ruins a game. What we've just it witnessed... It. Yeah, it made it. It did. It certainly did. What we've just witnessed is by far the best final I've ever been lucky enough to call. It was incredible comeback. They trailed at quarter time by four points, at half time by 11 points, at three quarter time by three points. So the pendulum was going up and they get up and they win by a point by kicking three, four in the last quarter and keeping Bullen Bullen to one, two. What a game. Sure was, just repeating the final score. Nearham South, eight, nine, 57, have defeated Bullen, eight, eight, 56. A one point win in the 2022 grand final for the Cats as they wheel the uh, podium onto the ground. We need to take a break here on SEN Track. Just to gather our thoughts, Brad. <laughs> Might need a smoke and a lie down at some point. <laughs> um, the rain continues to fall, and anybody out in the ground just does not seem to care. Luckily, we're here inside the SEN Track commentary box. We'll be back with the post-game show and hopefully a couple of interviews before they all get too crazy here on SEN Track. You're listening to EDFL Grand Final Day on SEN for the Warrigal Downtown. And back with a post-game show right after this. That quarter on SEN was for Harvey Norman Wong for your computer and electrical needs. 
Gets it towards Campbell. A shot for a goal from Campbell. And the opening goal of the afternoon for the Lyrebirds. Oh, a little handball over the top was handy. Now another one from Kinder. Yuri from 15 metres. And the Cats have their second goal of the afternoon. Punched on by Stevens again. Now they're away. Langford has a flying shot at goal. And he answers them straight away. Has he got the legs? Goes right to get more distance. Sits it up. I tell you what, he's got it. A captain's goal from Cody Wilson. Oh, no, he's put Lockett under tr immense pressure. Lane comes in, has a snap at goal, and that is costly. He slips over, Fowler's there, he falls over. Kinder doesn't, gets it onto the right foot, shouldn't have a problem, and he doesn't. He's got time and space, shoots in a pass. There, couldn't get Kinder. Could he do it again, Kinder, from 15 metres? You bet he can! Oh, oh. Edwards gets the front position, runs on and robes his own work. Little check side kick from the boundary oh, line. Edwards! Oh, has he won? He's kicked a goal himself. In he comes. Reese Campbell, he's had a fantastic day. Straight over the umpire's hat. And the Lyrebirds hit the front again. They go inside through Wilson. Bain has a chance. Right foot snap. It's only a behind, but it puts him in front. Caddy off the ground. Out towards the boundary line. Bainbridge, there's the siren! The Cats have got up! Can you believe it? Near himself have got up by a point in one of the best grand finals you will ever see. Well, I think you summed it up there, Brad Sinclair. One of the best local grand finals you will ever see here on SEN track for the Warrigal downtown of Warrigal's best bar in Bistro. Near them south of the Premiers, 8-9-57. Have defeated Bull in 8-8-56, a one-point win in what was an absolutely pulsating finish here at Yarragon in what is now driving rain. We look out across the ground there. The presentations are underway. Umpires there, including young Jess Prime, has uh, just received their medal. This is our post-game show for SJD Law for professional legal advice and assistance. And uh, Brad Sinclair, I don't know whether we did the goal kickers the best players there. You might as well run through those now while we get a chance. And we do at some point need to do our votes for the Five Aces Brewing Company Player of the Day. For the Premiers, the Cats, two goals to Cody Wilson and two to Kinder. Singles to Muir, Yuri, Nathan Bain and Matty Edwards. And for the runners-up, three to Campbell, two to McFan, singles to Symes, Langford and Lane. Oh, just a round of applause for that man and his uh, medal for... Uh Best on ground awarded by the league there. Best of field went to Chris Urie as far as the uh, Elibank well, District Football and Netball League have awarded Chris Urie the best player on the ground. We've got a slightly different view potentially. I don't know whether you've done your uh, votes for the Five Aces Brewing Player of the Day, Brad Sinclair. We've got plenty of time to do this. What we might do before we get the votes, as their medals are being presented, we can hear them out there. So... Um, we might just uh, take the time to make a comment on some of them as they go along. Cooper Clancy just getting his medal now for the Cats. And um, he really revelled in these heavy conditions and did a good job. Tommy Muir. Uh, it's a smart move by Mounsey a couple of weeks ago, moving him forward uh, on the coach at Allen Bank Rag. And as that defensive forward, well, this guy, wow, Chris Urie, his first ever senior premiership. 
He's won the medal for best on ground. <laughs> They've had to call him twice to get his premiership medal. I think. What an athlete he is, too. Yeah. 37, 38 years of age. He won the league goal kicking this year. And uh, now he has two medals around his neck. And it'd be a good night in the Uri household. Be good to get a chat with him. Yeah. We'll make sure we get him on. Ash Lockett liked his game. Yeah, he was good early. Liked his final series, actually. Yeah, he's, he's very done good. very well. Certainly he's got better as the season went on, young Ash. And this is the time right now that is sacred. This is the best time. Lukey Kinder, what a last quarter. Oh, did he spark them or what? Oh. I mean, they've kicked three in the final quarter, but that uh, he's kicked two goals in 60 seconds yeah. to basically drag them by their bootstraps into the game. Stringer serviceable again. He doesn't do a lot, but what he does is good. He's a good, honest Rarely footballer. makes a mistake. Dean Stringer, and he's had a good afternoon. I'll tell you what, he's, he's got a premiership medallion around his neck, as has Matt Kelleher. Got a feel for old Roger out there in the rain, handing out those medallions. League president. I like this boy, Nathan Bain. Yeah, he's around been good the midfield. All year. He's out of their midfield. He's one of the unsung heroes. Yeah. Then he goes forward and plays good footy too. Get the goal today. Tommy Gill, that Chris Scott. Oh, we, missed, we missed Tom Gill in the count there. He thought he must have missed out, young Tom, but he's up there now getting his medal, doing it out of order. It looks Rock like um, Parkley. Uh, hats that they're all being given as well. Normally the Little Leaguers hand out the medals, but today's Little Leaguer is Roger Quinn. <laughs> Lockie Bambridge. It wasn't his wow. greatest day today. Conditions weren't great for Bambridge. Really, what a season for Matty Roberts. Wins, kicks 100 goals, wins a leading goal kicker in the thirds, comes up, plays a bit of senior footy, and he's got a medallion, a premiership medallion. It's a year he'll never, never forget. Tyson Morrow, well... I take my hat off to him. Really well held in the second semi against Bullen. Yeah. He come back today. Declan Baggett, he chops out Lockie Guy in the ruck. And again, an honest toiler just really has a crack at everything. Yeah. In fact, he's, uh, I think his third quarter in particular kept him in it. Brock Dawling's best game I've seen him play this year today. Really good. In a really grand good. final. Really good from Brock. He got the footy and used it well, which is difficult to do today in the wet conditions. And he's pretty happy. Another one that just works hard. He, he worked hard. He yeah. was a little quiet today, Morrison. But hard uh, worker. He did what he had to do. Yep. And he's earned his medal. Lachlan Guy. I reckon he adjusted a little bit. He was still going a little bit early, but at times he adjusted. But the move of Matty Robertson to the rucks in the last quarter by Brent Mousey was absolute gem. It sure was. It sure was. Lucky going in the long sleeves as well. Nick Caddy, he showed plenty of pace today. He used the footy well when he could. He's starting to learn to create too. He's only a young footballer. I thought the conditions would affect him, but they didn't. No, he's, um, he's going to be pretty good. This man, oh. this man, how he changed the game. And his coach yeah. takes the credit moving him forward. Yeah. He's full back in our team of the year. Put him into the ruck and then he went forward yeah. and um, kicked perhaps one of the best grand final goals I've ever seen. Yes. Matt Edwards. That, that was an amazing performance. They were getting the game filmed near him south. How many times do you reckon that'll get a run tonight? <laughs> <laughs> they might wear the tape out as Chris Charles gets his medal. What a game of the captain, particularly that last oh, quarter. I think I said to you off here at three-quarter time, it was a real uh, Joel Selwood yes. kind of game. Come with me, boys. And he just was. kept getting the footy. Firstly, I'd just like to say before we present the cup, commiserations to Bullen. It was a desperately, it was a great game, a thrilling game of football. Uh, Bob McCallum's boys, 
full of admiration for your boys. It was a gee, sport can be a cruel mistress. But congratulations on making the final. I'd just like to welcome up on stage. Cody Wilson getting his medal there. And on stage with his coach, Brett Mouncey. Geez, he coached well in the finals. That was a great move. Like the last two weeks, he's coached really well. To present the 2022 EDFML Premiership Cup to the Nirangara Football Club. There it is. They have the cup. And the players storm the stage as... uh, There's all sorts of alcohol being sprayed all over them right now. And in the very, very late afternoon light, it's cold, wet and miserable out there. The lights are on here at Yarragon. And it's interesting, the light from the light tower is just catching the uh, little glint on that Premiership Cup. It's a special moment for all those boys, one that they'll remember for the rest of their lives, playing in a senior Premiership there. And Gee whiz, Brad Sinclair. How many times did we say over the last four weeks in Saturdays in Gippsland and in our calls, finals can be won by a coach. And I reckon that footy club has a lot to thank Brent Mounsey for today. I reckon what he did at three-quarter time was, uh, hasten to say it, and sorry about the language, it was ballsy, yeah, but it he was. did it. But I, yeah, you were critical of him in that second semi-final. Where he yes. He moved too late and he... He didn't move. You actually said that he possibly got even outcoached to a degree in that... Um, in that second semi. But he made decisions and but moves. His the decisions last in the weeks. preliminary finally yeah. saw that finals coaching was a different way. And um, today, I mean, I wouldn't have. Were you thinking that? Oh, no. no. Let's put Matt Edwards in the I wasn't thinking Edwards at all. He won in the game. But we did say, what we did say was that Lockie Guy has to adjust or they're in trouble because yeah. McCallum was getting, ro- you know, he was well on top. I think we could all see that. And he gave Baggett a run and he had a little bit of an impact. But where did Matt Edwards come from? Well, the coach knows. Yeah. The coach knows if yeah. there's someone there. That, and he would have had that up his sleeve. And and he pulled the trigger when he had to pull the trigger. When they're 13 points down in a grand final at three-quarter time, 13 points in this weather was like 40 points. Yeah. But he had it. He had the, the, the real courage to make that move. And, uh, you know, I mean, Chris Urey walks away with the with the medal and Cody Wilson will be sp- spoken about. But for me, it's Brett Mounsey by putting... Edwards into the run. Well, you get a vote for him in the uh, Five Aces Brewing Company Player of the Day, mm-hmm. a $50 voucher for the coach instead yes. for the Player of the Day. They're all moving off the ground there. We're going to make eye contact with them. I say we let them go into the rooms and get out of the rain for a minute. They've got their premiership medals now as the podium is uh, wheeled from the ground. I'm watching players very slowly with some of them with their partners walking back towards the room. Now, we're going to be here till half past five here or just before, so we've got about another 25 minutes or so before we go, and I'm really hopeful that we can get um, Brett Mouncey at some point to come and join us. Um, I've got a, whoops, I've got a final score here uh, in the, I've bumped the phone. There we go. Final score here in the Gippsland League Grand Final and Lee and Gatha have won it. They become premiers and champions, which, of course, is the title given to an undefeated team that wins the grand final. Lee and Gatha, 10 goals, 10-70, have defeated Sale 6-12-48. So it was a close game all afternoon. I think a one-point ball game at halftime. Mm. So congratulations to the Parrots there on a terrific season. Of course, the president, Mal Mackey, uh, as a man I've known for a long time, and I know how work, hard they work down there. So well done to Mel and the Parrots, Premiers in the Gippsland League. And if you've just joined us here, Premiers in the Elibank League, 
It was Neerham South, eight goals, nine, 57, defeating Bullen, eight goals, eight, 56, in an absolutely pulsating finish for the afternoon. Two goals to a number of players there, including uh, Cody Wilson and Luke Kinder for the Cats, and three for Reese Campbell for the Lyrebirds. Wasn't quite enough to get them over the line. Have you come down yet? I haven't come down. <laughs> that, that was... That's a real high, isn't it? It, it is, and, and, and we're just calling the bloody thing. Yeah. Can you imagine the players and the coach? And, the, and there's always a, a, a sad story of it, and, and there is no worse way, I don't think, apart from kicking it after the siren, that Bullen Bullen could have lost that. Yeah. They, they were the better side all day, but... 20 minutes. They're in charge of that contest yes. for three and a bit quarters. And you got In fact, feel it really for only turned. The Edwards move got him control with yep. that, and he kicked a goal early, but it was beyond that then when Luke Kinder kicked two goals in 60 seconds, and suddenly the game that uh, the Lybirds had in their keeping, they were in charge. Yep. They had it on their terms in horrible conditions, and they watched it taken out from under their nose. And McCallum didn't sit on his hands. He moved Gray oh, yeah. in there. Yeah. He said, well, OK, Edwards, I need a bulkier guy. I'll move that can wrestle. Yep. So he moved Gray in there, and he went forward. So he didn't sit on his hands. Yeah. Did everything right. Bullen yeah. did everything right. Yeah. It was just at the wrong time they were behind on the scoreboard. Absolutely spectacular there it was. We're going to get to our votes for our best player in a minute. Actually, I should see if uh, we could find um, uh, SN's commercial manager, Mitch Smith. We might even have a yak to him at some point down the track. But if he's around, we might get him to uh, see if we can get Brent Mouncey to come and join us up here uh, when we can. I'm sure they're going to. he'll speak to the players and sing the songs. They won't be straight away. And we'll try to get Chris Yuri as well. Yeah, if we can. But we're here to... Um, for another 25 minutes, so um, if we could grab them, we can. We don't have the luxury of a um, of another commercial break uh, on our rundown here. So well, I'm we did to make... speak to him. We did speak to him prior to the game. Yeah, so and I did and say to him, if you win, come in the box. Yeah. But we'll give him time. He'll be in here, don't worry. Oh, well, because he came in last week and he was pretty quick on to me saying that he got outcoached. Yeah. So he'll be in here. Well, I wonder what he's got to say to you. The Swans are 19 points up over the Pies. I'm was, a happy boy. I was going to look that up. Yeah, you'd think <laughs> that with the games over, the presentations are done, but there's some... Um um, someone from the boardroom still got the microphone in his hand. It has been said, for your own safety, don't stand between board members in this competition and microphones. Um, they'll be reading out the best players and who knows. But uh, never seen that before, but it's been a fortune on a PA system to read out teams. It's fantastic. No one will go home today disappointed in that. You could go home wet as a shag, you wouldn't care, Wiz. You would not. And how lucky are we at SEN? Mm. The first year to call that competition and we get a grand final like that from a side that had lost once to the side they're playing two mm. weeks earlier and there must have been doubts in some of these guys heads i don't care what they say oh, of course of there course. was doubt yeah and at three-quarter time there was doubt oh, you have to see your whole season where you've been undefeated yep. in the home and away having it taken away from you and that's how it would have felt yep. to them too that's a terrific response and i I've got to say, we've undersold Luke Kinder. Um, yes. That, uh, you know, in the big moments there, he's come again. He's only a young fella and he's a little bit flighty, but those two goals in 60 seconds in the final quarter lit this grand final up. If you just joined us, Nearham South have won the Ellen Bank and District Football and Netball League Senior Grand Final this afternoon here at Yarragon by one point. 
Eight nine fifty seven to eight eight fifty six in what was an absolutely riveting con- uh, contest today. This is our post game show for SJD Law for professional legal advice and assistance. Now, Brad, we do need to get to our votes for the Five Aces Brewing Company Player of the Day, and. Uh, you can go first. I go first every week. Wes. All right. I've got mine written down under here, so yep. I can't lie. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go with mine first. Now, there's apologies to a whole bunch of players, and it's such a close contest. We've got into the habit this year of awarding the votes to uh, all the guys in the winning side. The truth is that um, there's a few boys from uh, Bullen that need to be recognised. Uh, Cameron McFan had a terrific contest mm. today. And what... In what where is reported to be maybe his last game of footy before he moves into an executive role with AFL Victoria. Uh, and Rhys Campbell really set him alight with an early goal and three goals for the afternoon deserves a vote. Uh, so I've given him one. Who? Rhys Campbell yep. from Bullen, um, which means I mm. had to take one off the Cats players and I've just made that. I'm looking at it now and in, in, in the balance of probability... Had they won the game, he would have been amongst the best players on the ground, as you said, Cam McFan as well. So one vote to Rhys Campbell from the Lyrebirds. Uh, I gave two votes to a man who probably has kicked, we'll get to it in a minute, the Yarragon Hotel goal of the day. Um, oh, we've got the same here. But his move, uh, to move him into the centre of the ground uh, at three-quarter time and allow him to move forward, and he kicked a goal at a really, really important time. I, I think he won every contest he got to yeah. in that final quarter, and he got to plenty. Matt Edwards from the Cats, uh, I just didn't know he had that in him, and we've loved what he's done at full-back all year for the Cats, but that was a stunning performance. Two votes to Matt Edwards. And um, I've given three votes. I've crossed the wrong one out here, and there's plenty of apologies to come here, but I've given three votes to Chris Urie. You've changed. Uh, no, no, I had, but I've actually realised I've written changed. on the wrong thing here. And there's apologies to Cody Wilson. There's apologies to Bob McCallum. There's apologies to Trent Baker. Loved Cody Wilson's game, and he probably could have got two any other time except for that final quarter performance from Matt Edwards. Uh, but I, I've been swept up in the emotion of all this too with Chris Urie. He's been a wonderful player all year. He looks so poised. He's had such a great football pedigree throughout his career. 38 years of age. He's still as fit as an ox. He, he wanted this so bad. I talked to him at the Warrigal downtown last Sunday night after the presentation night. And uh, he mentioned that they had some injuries or whatever. But at the critical moments in that final quarter, and this is the importance, aside from the romance, this 38-year-old man ran like a man possessed to put his body on the line, put his nose over the footy. So, for Five Aces Brewing Company, from me, three votes, Chris Urie of Neerum Neerum. Okay. You've been paid. You've been brought out. You've been brought out. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny Moore comes up and tells us he's going to win the medal, and you've gone with that. <laughs> I know your notes say different. <laughs> oh, God. You can't make any You won't buy me. You will the, not buy me. Because the van's leaking and there's water <laughs> on my notes. I've gone one vote, same as you, Reese Campbell. Three yep. goals on a day like that. Yeah. And, and he, the same as what you said. For me, he nudged out Cam McFan. He went, he slowed up. The groin was giving him a lot of trouble in the second half. Yeah. But he was still great. But I went one vote, Reese Campbell. He's in and under. He's kicked three goals. Kicked two in the first quarter when they really needed him. Then he slotted one in the last when they really needed that goal. And they got him back in front. Two votes, Edwards for sure. I just thought his game up back, Matty Edwards. And then when he went into the ruck in the last quarter, he changed the game, absolutely changed the game because he gave guys like Yuri and Wilson first use. 
then his courage of putting his body on the line. Three votes. I've gone Cody Wilson. Yep. I, I've gone Cody Wilson, and that is really, really tough on on Chris Yeary. He was great, Chris, but I just thought, you said it earlier, it was a Joel Selwood moment, and he doesn't have to be brilliant, but he does stuff, but then all of a sudden he gives you brilliance. That last quarter, he absolutely gave us brilliance. Yeah. But having said that too, the IGA, near south IGA, Lick a stats sheet. You've pulled the side down now, so I can't see it. You're always keen to pack up, Brad. Remember I said during the game, Chris Urey, on those stats sheets, had 12 in the last quarter, and there was still a couple of minutes to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he had a great last quarter. Oh, it was fabulous. But so I've gone with Wilson. So the numbers, actually, Matty Edwards is going to win this because you've gone a different three to me. You went, Yuri. I went, so they're on three. Yep. We both went two. Edwards. He gets four. Good on you. You're good at maths, Brad Sinclair. Matt <laughs> <laughs> Edwards has won the Five Aces Brewing Company Player of the Day here on Grand Final Day. Didn't win the medal for best on ground. That was awarded by the league to Chris Yuri, and much deserved it was as well. As you quite rightly said, Brad, he must have had a dozen touches in that final quarter. Not all of them pretty, but all of them counted. And that Joel Selwood moment, or those Joel Selwood moments that you're talking about, um, just come at the moment. Yeah. You know, sometimes come at the man. They just A player has a sixth sense, some of these, uh, and, and the great players have this sixth sense of this is the important moment, I've got to go now. And he kept doing it. Yeah. Just, yeah. just a fabulous performance. And he's got to share that $50 Five Aces Brewing voucher. Matty Edwards has got to share that with Brett Mounsey. His coach. Yeah, well, you know, um, had, had to be honest, had Brent not had the courage to make that move, we would have seen Matt Edwards standing at full back yes. in that final quarter, and we probably would have seen Bullen go on with the contest. Yep. Uh, and, and maybe just get themselves a match-winning lead. We remind ourselves they led by 13 points at three-quarter time, and they've gone down by the one. So in a thrilling last quarter, the Cats have won the final quarter by 13 points. Now, uh, Brad, thanks to Yarragon Hotel. Book now, yarraganhotel.com.au. Our goal of the day. Oh, same bloke. Well, be. funny you mention it, because I did have a note in here, Cam McFan's goal in the second term, which was absolutely fantastic, because he won the footy defensive side of the centre circle, gave it off, took off, then gave uh, ran in support then uh, and got it back at half forward, gave it off, and then got it back 15 metres from goal. He did the whole thing at full speed. Now, for a man that had a, has had a groin problem, uh, that was pretty impressive. So I'm just watching um, Ian Bennett from the local footy show on Melbourne's Channel 31 with his camera out on the ground there interviewing Brent Mouncey as we speak. Poor old Brent, he's uh, doing all these uh, media stops now. He probably wants to be with his players, but uh, I know uh, Mitch Smith's out there somewhere. Hopefully he'll be looking at them. We'll get Brent over here where we can. Yeah, my goal of the day. So that was a that was a one contender. I had that written on there, uh, Cam Mac, Cameron McFan. But I think we all agree, Brad, and I'll let oh. you describe that goal in the final quarter. Well, it, it, he should not have kicked it. He shouldn't. It, it defied logic. Uh, that in the teaming down rain, he was running away from goal. He was in trouble. Most people would centre that, and you'd say, "Well done." If you have a shot and you miss it, but you know what? It was at a stage of a grand final. It needed something special done, and the bloke did it. He check-sided it under incredible pressure from 35 metres out on the boundary line, and I do not know how 
He did it. <laughs> yeah, I well, I, I'll put he's it on the wrong way. side for a check side I'll, right I'll, foot. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Forget the circumstances, right, in a grand final and stuff, and even the weather. You stand on that boundary line in that place. Now, yeah. there weren't many players on the field today that could have executed that with a couple of tries at it. But you add in the ingredients about um, the weather, grand final day, scores being level. Um, and that, wrong that side was, of the ground for a right foot check yeah, side. Just, just spectacular. It was, uh, it was absolutely amazing and... As you said, Wiz, uh, the courage of the coach uh, to do that was absolutely amazing. Yeah, just looking at uh, he's finished his interview now, I'm trying to make eye contact with um, Brent Mouncey there, but he's obviously celebrating with family members. We will get to him uh, before we go off air uh, if we can. I think he's just finished an interview with the local footy show on Channel 31, so uh, we'll just keep an eye on him. I know Mitch is out there looking for him, but he's probably looking for him in the change rooms if that's the case. Um, so. I'll- Old Mitch, old Mitch, it was Benny. It was a close. It was a ripping game. Uh, you couldn't get much better than that. It was absolutely fantastic. Brad, do you want to just chat for a second about some of the things you're saying? I'm going to see if I can make contact with Brent. You do that, Wes, and uh, I'll uh, just might even sing a song, national anthem. I do quite well. I tell you what, an unbelievable game. If you were wherever you were listening, whether it was on the app or 91.9 or 91.3. Uh, you have heard a absolutely oh, was... thrilling game of football, not only for a, a game of football, but for a grand final, Wiz. Yeah, it was. Actually, uh, I yelled at him, I couldn't see it, but I think he's just Jerry. Mitch might have caught him, and he's just wandering up towards us now is um, Brent Mouncey. I think he's still actually, uh, I watched him walk through the crowd. I think he's he's completely shell-shocked. Oh, he would be. He, he um I don't think he realises what's actually happened. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it takes a while to sink in. I remember 2009 in this competition when it happened for me that uh, it, uh, you, you, uh, <laughs> hey, it takes a few days Bill. to sink well in. Done. Well done. Well hey, done. Uh, the winning coach, the premiership coach, joins us, Brent Mouncey. And um, I watched you walking towards us. I was watching you interviewing with Benny before and then even walking towards us. The look on your face says, did that just happen? Oh, it's... Yeah, surreal. Unbelievable. I, um, yeah, everything we did at three-quarter time seemed to work and I was, yeah, we we never were, we thought we were out of it, but we weren't and we just, yeah, amazing. The word I used was ballsy. What you did at three-quarter time was courageous, it was incredible and Matty Edwards, uh, what you did with him and put him into the ruck, he turned the game. Uh, I don't know what rocket yeah. you put up, Wilson. Yeah. He just and Yuri, they were amazing in that yeah. last quarter. Absolutely unbelievable. Oh. Unbelievable. Yeah. Here comes Matty now. But gonna... you've got to take a lot of rap for that, Brent, because that was courage personified, and people don't give credit to coaches enough on, on making final, those moves. Yeah. Oh, well, I just figured we had to win it. There was no point trying to defend it when you were 13 points yeah. down. So, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Eddie, here he comes. Come um, stand up here, mate. I'm told that stage can hold Hutchie, so it can hold you two blokes. I'm one of the only blokes that's made a century in Hutchie's backyard. Oh, well, there you go. All right. Well, uh, he'll probably get to hear you, this you at some point. That. You tell him that. He'll be, uh, he'll be really busy with... Uh, oh, let me fix that for you. It looks like it's spun around there. Now, these blokes are still shaking each other, saying, can you believe that? <laughs> Gee, Serge, I might need you to take a look at this one. It's a bit... Um... Matty probably spoiled it. 
What the hell were you doing in the ruck and going forward kicking the winning goal? What is that about? Uh, just, uh, <clears throat> I've played a lot of junior footy. I was, I've been this height since I was about 13. Yeah. So I've played a lot of junior footy and um, as I were third, thirds and all that ranked up, always been a tall ruckman, so yep. I knew how to sort of play the game. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> yeah, Mounsey always kept it uh, in the back pocket for... For when we needed it, um, we'd always talk about it all year. So um, there you go. Pulled the trigger, pulled the trigger when we needed to. Ball and yep. ball and were all over us. Um, so it was time to pull the trigger. Had nothing to lose. So how'd you feel with that whole season? You know, undefeated through 20 rounds of home and away. The semi-final, they tripped you up. You had to win your way back in. Do it the hard way. You're here at three-quarter down time. You're down by 13 points. All that work they were taking it away from you. What was going on in your mind? Um. <coughs> We had the we had the belief. Um, have always all year. Um, fourth quarter has always been um, our best quarter. Even when we've been winning those games by a hundred points, it's yeah. always been the fourth quarter that have uh, we've always rallied together and always kept pushing. So we just had to believe in each other um, that we could do it, and we showed each other that we can. You showed us. We, we actually said in the box when that move come that. Brent had that up his sleeve. There's no doubt he had that up his sleeve. And to hear you say that you've actually talked about it. And, but to do it, to do it at three-quarter time in a grand final, it's OK to have it up your sleeve and talk about it. I reckon that half that voucher's got to go to your coach. That was <laughs> one of the ballsiest things I've ever seen of a coach in well, a grand We were just talking about that before you rocked up, but we expect to bump, walk into Five Aces Brewing Company at any time in the next few weeks and see you two blokes sit together <laughs> yes. sharing a no, pail, and I reckon you both... I live 400 metres from the brewery, <laughs> so get down there, <laughs> All right. have a pail ale, yeah. you can't go wrong. The All check right. side. We're going to talk about the check side. Goal of the year, not day, goal <laughs> of the year. Um, but what was going through your head? You're on the wrong side for a right foot check side, and you did it. Uh, don't know. <laughs> was that a bit brain fade? Was it an accident? Nah, no. I, I, I seen full forward. I think it was... Uh, Who cares? Bamber, <laughs> yeah. Seriously? Was leading that yeah. at me and the wind's been blowing across that goalpost the whole day, so yeah. I just knew if I <clears throat> just get a little bit on it, it would drift, and then I'd, as soon as I kicked it, I knew it was actually oh. going through. It was just drifting yeah. through oh, perfectly. Edwards, and... You know what? For <coughs> as long as you're alive, that'll be your great moment. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, I hope, hope it's on camera because I'll uh, definitely need well, that. I, I, think, <laughs> I, mate, I, I really like the way you go about it, mate. This is a radio station. We don't video things, but they have filmed it up there. <laughs> hey, um, what, is, what does this mean for the footy club? Oh, it's massive. We haven't won a flag this century. So yep. um, 1999 was the last one. Yep. So, oh, look, there's so many people. And, and it's it's the same for Bull and Bull. And, like, yeah. ev every club has got so many people that have just put in so much and for Matt Cumming, uh, his dad, Bill Cumming, obviously, that passed away. Mm. Um, I could name everyone at the club, like Matt at Nipper Irwin, who's my right-hand man, like just everyone. Chris Urey, mm. he's played in that many losing prelims. He's never won a flag. That's his first one, yeah. so... 22 years. And, yeah. and we, two years ago, he'd lost a bit of passion for footy and I begged him and begged him to play and then yep. he gets Christy and we've won under-18s, A-grade and seniors and it's just... 
the plan that we put in place has worked, and yeah. it just it's unbelievable. When, I'm when just do you so think, proud. When do you think it'll sink in? Because it wouldn't have yet. It can't. I don't think it will. No. 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 <laughs> no. Look, no. Oh, look, it's and it's one of those things. Like the club, I've never had any aspirations to be a senior coach. Like mm. I just fell into it due to Nick Humphrey and coaching the juniors. Jeez, and everything. Mate, write your own check now. Oh, I don't care about the money. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. You can't pay for what we just. No, did. You, like, you do that for free every time. Oh, mate. It, yeah, don't, just, don't tell Hutchie that, though, Brad. Whatever. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talk to him about it. Yeah. He's got his trips to the bloody Super Bowl and that he goes to. But it's it's fantastic. Like, the club's just... We live in the town. Now we've lived there for quite a while. And, and the club is just amazing. Like, yeah. I've played at Catani and um, and it was a, that's a wonderful club. But I've just... Can feel I, super at home. Can I ask the question? And I, I, I know... Because I wrote about this, about the game. And I don't believe in, in collie wobbles and wobbles and... and, and, and uh, what's the other word where you have... Uh, yeah, I've lost Curses. Curses. I don't believe in them. Neither do I. I do not believe in them. No. But is there real relief that not only have you won it, that that is now the monkey's off the back with oh. that crap? And we've got such a young group. Like, we've you look at, obviously, the under-18s played. We had three kids. Yep. Um, how good a day is it? My young bloke played his first game yes. in the under-18s yeah. by the flag. Good we won him. the flag. Day grade wins the flag. We've just got so many kids coming through at, that are in elite sport. So when you get home tonight, surely fish and chip night. I yep. don't think I'll be going home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll be going home tonight. I don't think I'll be home for a while. But, um, yeah, it's... Um, it, it, amazing town, amazing people. Yeah. Um, and the guys that came in, like, they're unbelievable. They've just fitted in like they've been yeah. there for 20 years. Is it relief? Is it really relief? Uh, it was relief last week. Yeah. But no, not it's today. not relief today. Today it's, today it's just Euphoria. pure ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. it's just fantastic. Yeah, just oh, yep. what? Hey, um, what do you reckon, your coach, Matty? Oh, he goes all right. He's all right. <laughs> yeah, he goes all right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he's, he's been fantastic all year. Yeah. Um, really rally this together. Tried a few things early in the year. It was working, so we just put him in the back pocket like today. Just put him in the back pocket, ready, yep. ready to use it. Nice, yep. great brain. Talk about the we've been doing one point up, one point down training. Yeah, for two nah, weeks. Yeah. we actually have been. Wow. That's actually that's <laughs> not a joke. Last last two weeks, we've just been sitting there the last twenty minutes of training, just drilling ourselves full, one point full up, back, one point, one point up, that's one point down. It's funny, you know, we, we saw something. We just couldn't get it on your terms, but that lead changed five times in the final term. And uh, it took a while to get there. You know, Luke Kinder's two goals inside 60 seconds really uh, opened the game up. But uh, they seemed to have a response every time you kicked a goal. They yeah. responded straight away. Yeah. Within, within a minute yeah. each gotta, time. You've got to give it to Bobby. He's, he's clearly a very good coach. Yeah. And, and Eastie on the bench obviously doing a lot of work. They're, they're very well drilled. They knew their game style. They played it really well. Um, obviously, we didn't score heavily against them this year. So, um, yeah. It just, done, it just happened to fall our way. And yet today, in those conditions, you have kicked 16 goals between the two years. And they were horrendous conditions at times. Yeah. Have you had a chance, either of you, to see or speak to Isaac Fuller yet? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. We've given him a premiership medal. He's Great probably star. the happiest bloke in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be a part of it. Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's good. He's all right. He's up and about. Yeah. Absolutely. I saw yeah, him no. at the coffee machine this morning, and he let us know that he had had a bit of a training run, but he couldn't. He needed another week, which yeah. is a real shame. He he really likes you guys up, and I, as a young kid, I I can see his best foot is still ahead of him. So, yeah, uh, yeah no, that's terrific. Hey boys, um, 
We're about as exhausted as you are after <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. I've, I've never been through anything I was like going to pass before. out at one stage. It's in, crazy. In well, my those, life. Those five lead changes are five heart attacks for me. <laughs> so you, you guys are right. I actually did. I looked at you at one point. I line of sight of the box there, and I could see you, and the rain was driving in, and you were standing there wringing wet as you are now, and it just looked like... Um, the rest of the world had gone away. It was you. You were about as alone as any man could be out there. Yeah, I think I was. Yeah, well, we've 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 had a special person that we lost at the start of the year, and um, yeah, I think she was looking over looking us, over which is which sure is fantastic. Was. Hey, we've sure also was. next week what we'd like to do next week. We've got our finish of Saturdays in Gippsland, 9 mm-hmm. till 11. Yep. i really like to talk to Brent on the show and see how the voice is <laughs> next Saturday morning about oh, 9.30 mate. live. I, I have been the perfect gentleman all year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think, think that that's I'm going to be a different person now. I think people are going to see a different side of me. I, I would you, you come on the show next Saturday morning? Oh, if you want Saturday? me to, why yeah. not? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, yeah, why you'd, be, not? you'd be well and truly excused to act like uh, Brad Sinclair. <laughs> uh, tonight you've heard that right. So, uh, he has been behaving good. himself all year. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, of course, Brad, as you, as you know, the uh, Norma Darnham uh, is now known as Sinclair Stadium, so maybe they'll have to do the same. Uh, well, I think it might be Edward Stadium after today and yeah. U- or Yuri Stadium. Yeah, yeah no fantastic. doubt about that at all. Hey, listen, guys, we're going to let you go. We've, we've almost got to go uh, straight to the SCG for the second quarter of the Gunnipos. Gunnipos. Sydney Gunnipos. game. Swans um, are killing them. A couple of pies. Yeah. <laughs> it's early. They can't win them all. You can't win them all. Don't worry about <laughs> hey guys, just want to say, Matty, love the way you play footy, love what you've done this year. Congratulations today, firstly on the Five Aces Brewing Company Player of the Day, but more importantly, your Premiership medal and your contribution today was unforgettable, mate. Well oh, done. Appreciate it. Thank Congratulations. You. And to you, Brent, you've been very generous with your Thank time you. all year. Loved your work. Uh, the stuff you did today just blows our mind yeah. and wanted to say thanks for joining no, us. And we will you. talk to you and next week. And we'll speak week. to you next Saturday morning when your croaky is up oh, and you well. better be, Brent. Oh, I reckon I will be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good on you, pal. Thanks, really guys. well. Congratulations, thanks, boys. Thank you very much. Um, enjoy the beers. They'll go down really well. And, and thanks for giving up the time to come and see us. Um, there's your little voucher there, mate. Well done. Uh, put that. Don't lose that. Put it in your pocket. Five Aces Brewing Company, our player of the day, Matt Edwards. He was. And the winning coach, the premiership coach, Brent Mouncey. If you've just joined us, uh, you've missed perhaps one of the best games of local footy I've ever seen. Bull and Bull and 8 8 56 going down by one point to Nearham South, 8 9 57 in an absolutely spectacular game of local footy, Brent Sinclair. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I don't think I will ever go to another game of footy because it's never going to top that. So that's it, Wiz. I'm never going to the footy again. You'll never top that game. That was, And I got here today in the weather and you're a bit droovy and you go, oh, here we go. Wow. I, I'm just over the moon. And I'm so happy. You could see the tears welling up in Brent Mounsey's yeah, yeah. eyes. And that's what it means to yeah, people like yeah, that. That's Absolutely brilliant. Just so emotional. And yeah. that he would give us the time that he has today has been terrific. Um, what a grand final that has been. Of course, a reminder, oh. uh, it was a 21-point win to Lean Gather over Sale in the Gippsland League grand final. Up the road in... Moey and here it was a one-point win to the Cats over the Lyrebirds. Nearham South Premiers for 2022. Um, I'm just still staggered at what we've seen. Our player of the day for Five Aces Brewing Company was Matt Edwards, who moved forward from full back in the final quarter. Kicked a goal, contested in the ruck, and he also won the Yarragon Hotel 
uh, goal of the day as well, Matty Edwards. That's a that's a quietly spoken man too, isn't he? He is. He's, he, I didn't know because he, he wears long sleeve. He's got the stickers. He's got the art. Don't worry about that. He just had the, the tough guy on stickers it. on underneath. We, that. We'll, we'll have that up on social media soon. The photo of him. Uh, but, hey, but Wes, you've got a lot of people to thank. You've got a lot of... Uh, you're going to have to spend the last minute and a half doing this. I, I might need a two-hour show Saturdays at Gippsland next week just to thank everybody today. But, hey, before we do run out of time and we do have to throw shortly to the SCG for the second quarter of the AFL preliminary final to see who fronts up against uh, the Geelong Football Club on a grand final Swans day Swans up by 21. Saturday. Swans lead by 21 points at the moment. The Pies with all the work to do, but they did map out the ground in the right side. So don't get Brad <laughs> On that, hey! Special thanks to all of our sponsors here. If I go through them one by one, I'm probably going to forget them, and I'll get hit over the head by a chair or something by Mitchell Smith. Um, but uh, in particular, having on one thaggy. Hey, special thanks to Serge for coming out today and teching for us all afternoon. It's been a very, very long day for you and a long trip home into Melbourne, mate. We're going to give you a hand packing up this van. It's been absolutely fantastic. Special thanks also, Mitch Smith from SEN, the commercial manager. Great job supporting us. This is Brad and Ian signing off for the grand final day here from Yarragon Reserve. Near him south by one point. See you next Saturday. Saturday's a gift plan. That quarter on SEN was for Harvey Norman Wong Faggy for your computer and electrical needs.